Hi, welcome to 40 Sexy Overheard, an unscripted and unedited podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. Um, and today's topic is called I'm Coming Out. Cute. And we're going to get more into what that means in a little bit. But first, <laughs> we wanted to do our updates. Yes. Um, so, do you want to go first? Or oh, do? well, are we, should we just like, so there's not much to update with me. Um, Okay, update with me is I was sad last week. Now, not so much. Got over it. I just ended up, like, crying in my walk-in closet. Not a big closet like Beyonce would have. (laughs) But I did end up in fetal position in my closet crying. Much needed. It was all good. It was fine. (laughs) I survived it. I cried it all out. Now I feel much better a week later. So that's one. And, and was you. there something in that closet that <gasps> needed to come out? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think you told me pre-show. I sure did. So this whole pandemic thing got me all nervous and shit, right? So one of my friends I was talking to was, was gave me this idea. Anyways, so I went to Costco and bought this big thing of Hershey's chocolate. Because my idea was, was if I buy this Hershey's chocolate, I could use it to barter later, like Mad Max kind, if the world <laughs> turned out to be like Mad Max. I'm like, I have Hershey's chocolate. Give me coffee. You know, or something like that. But anyways, I've got this big stash of Hershey's chocolate in my walk-in closet because I didn't want my little girlies, my little kids to eat it. So I have been eating <laughs> a candy bar. Eating your barter. And this is like the, the king size bar. I'm not talking about mini cut. I'm so serious. So I sit every day and I eat a Hershey's chocolate because I'm like, fuck this pandemic. <laughs> I'm not going to need to barter with this. I mean, is it going to go bad? So I might as well just eat these Hershey's chocolates. So <laughs> that is another update. That is, I guess it kind of crosses over to how I've survived. <laughs> the things I've done lately is I have been eating a Hershey's chocolate um pretty much daily i <laughs> ate through the kit kat now i am down i am up to the almonds and chocolate <laughs> and mm. i think the next one is just um yeah is reese's and the next one is <laughs> i thought you were getting rid of this before you go on to the next one, next I, one I, well next i am one. getting rid of it <laughs> i am getting uh-huh, rid of it you're that's, very that's convincing. so that's what i'm doing in my closet <laughs> so that's my update with that and i'm and what else am i what else what else what else um, oh, I guess I could just take on over, or I mean, go, go with Emma, go Emma, your turn. My updates? Yes. We'll oh, take okay. Turns. Um, so I guess my biggest update since last week is I really started meditating. Uh, finally, Joe Marie has been telling me I should do this for years and I don't know why I didn't listen to her and didn't do it earlier, but I've been, I bought this app and I have been meditating in the morning meditating before Changes I go to bed. Changes your brain structure. Well, not sleep the structure, stories but. and just like, it does feel like I keep thinking about what you said about opening up different pathways. Like it does feel really, really helpful for me. Um, no, it's, it's, yeah, absolutely. It's science-based. Absolutely. Meditate, everybody. Meditate. Yeah. So I'm, I'm totally, I've drank the Kool-Aid of meditation. I totally am into it. So yeah. Um... All right, your turn. Oh, gosh. Okay, so I guess Monday, which is Memorial Day, right? So I, I worked, and I was thinking, oh, my God, I, the whole day. I was like, it's fine. It's Memorial Day. Everybody else is off. That is still working. But I can work, and that's fine because I was looking forward to surfing, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, yes, I got my surfing spot. So I drive to my surfing spot, which is like thir- about 20 minutes away without the tourists. I, well, maybe 30. I drive there, and guess who is parked? For real, so I'm not even kidding. Right on the spot that I always park. Who? The 
fucking ex. So oh I know of all the surfing spots on the island, my ex is parked in my fucking spot. What are the chances? I don't know if he meant that intentionally, but I was fucking pissed. So after driving 30 minutes, I drive back around. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not even going to deal with that shit. So I go, I go back to my side of the island. I'm like thinking, you know what? That's fine. I'm going to go for a beach walk because I have this other beach that I love walking the beach. And then so I go there with my good friend, Amy. And then guess who is at my fucking beach? Another ex. (laughs) Not the ex-husband, but the ex that I had briefly dated afterwards. And so that kind of ruined my beach walk. So what are the chances that I get to go and run into two exes in one day across the island? So that was my Monday. That was a rough Monday. Yeah, that's a little rough. I talked to you after it. I know it was upsetting. And that's how I ended up in my walk-in closet, crying in fetal position, eating my Hershey's bars. (laughs) I know. But now, I am so much better. That's my coping skill. Yeah. It's like your your magic chocolate. (laughs) You just cry it out. It's totally fine. Oh, yeah. And you and the crying. Oh, my God. I love me and crying. Oh, which reminds me of another comment, actually. Go. Go for it. No, but we're not at the comment section yet. Um, I think my only other update is just that school is ending this week, which is awesome for me. Yeah. I'm so ready to be done. I'm sure my students are ready to be done. My daughter finished her grade and is officially now a fifth grader. So, yeah. So that was big. Um, We have a little party for her on Sunday, just like a surprise party. I'm very excited about that. Um, Am I invited? That's it. Of course. Of course. What kind of party is it? Um, just, we're going to like fill the house with balloons and then like maybe do a scavenger hunt and yeah, we could do it. We could incorporate your girls if you want to make it like a, no, they're not with me. They're with the dad this weekend, but. Oh, we'll come. I'm going to make pizza. We'll have (gasps) cake. We'll have booze. What time? Five-ish. You had me at booze. Okay. (laughs) Yay, please come then. (laughs) Um, Awesome. So I think that's my update. Do you have any more? No, that was pretty much the big thing, you know, the fucking ex taking my surf spot. What do I do? First world problems <laughs> right here. Where do I serve now? I don't, First well, I mean, I think it's a problem for probably anybody out there that has an ex that they don't want to see for various reasons, you know, like right? whether it's like you think that person's a complete <laughs> asshole or because you think that um, the person is just oh, you're not ready to see them. Um, so I don't think that's like just that problem. You know, it could happen. I think that's relatable to a lot of different situations. Yeah, like how do you stay away from your ex when you know it's like it's just bad, bad vibes. Like you don't all. want to. I mean, there's some people that want to run into their ex because they're still a little crazy. Oh overhead. god, you know, but you're not in that situation. No, because you, like, know, surfing, you don't want to. No, surfing for me is it's it's my thing. You know, it, it's just I wouldn't say it's meditation, but it's me. You know, and then I didn't, I couldn't even surf. You know, because yeah, my friends were like, "Well, just surf anyways. Fuck him." But my, I can't because surfing... Like, what do they think you need, though? Go out there and surf with him? Well, you know, just seeing him and whatever the hell he's doing now. With, you yeah. know, I just, I just couldn't do And he's do probably it. with his partner or whatever. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, the bad vibes, I just... The whole thing of surfing is such a good vibes. It's good energy. And then to just, like, pollute it with that, I just couldn't do it. So now I seriously need to find a new surfing spot. So that is my new No, I don't dilemma. think you should give up. I think you should still go and try to hold down that spot. 
Yeah, I mean, it, seriously, it seems so, like, stupid, actually, maybe. But it's not. Like, surfing is it's a soul thing for me. It sur- saves my soul. So, yeah, I have to somehow find the courage or whatever it takes for me to just, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to surf anyways. Fuck y'all. I feel like you should get that ban- the bandit of men that are out there that really uh, like you. Where is Mark and Jason? Yeah. <laughs> to go with you, you know what I mean? Oh, so you're update. like in a group because it's always better to be totally. like in a group than alone. Oh and my something god, like that happens usually a group of trusted people, and so just go out and like. I make have to get get my tribe with me. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I like to surf alone. I'm a I'm a lone wolf when I surf out there, and then I meet people like you know Mark and Jason, which. I have not seen since, so I'm still searching. That's such for, a bummer. I know. Hopefully, I'll see them first thing tomorrow morning. So I'm gonna do. do I hope so control. too. I know. And then we're gonna just find new surf spots, even though that's my spot. But you know, it's always good to have a couple of extra spots. Yeah. Okay, so that could be the expansion in it. Like, oh, now it's time for you to find a new place. Isn't that wonderful? Right. And how many of us women, right? You know, or even men. Like, you know, when you see your ex in your spot that you like, you're like, fuck, I gotta go somewhere else now. And it's like, you gotta have your options open. And I don't really have an option yet, but I'm a, I'm about to make it happen because I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna drive back to the other side of the island and then there's my other ex. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, all the minefields of dating. Right. On a small island. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, things today that got us through. Oh, I had a burger. <laughs> <laughs> so across my house is a bunch of food trucks. <laughs> so I just walked over to all these food trucks. I did not. This is the first time I've done that. And I've lived there for like almost a year. I've never really walked across the street to look at the food trucks. And it's freaking awesome. Holy shit. I'm, I'm going to be in trouble now that I realize how awesome it is. But so I had a burger with no bun. <laughs> there you go. Making it healthy. No carbs. I'm trying to do the no carb thing. So I had the burger with lettuce. However, they have the best onion rings. Mm. For real. Onion rings and sweet potato fries is what mm. I had with it. So that's how I got through today. So no burger, no bun, but onion rings and sweet potato fries. <laughs> yeah. Just checking. <laughs> That made me feel good, all right? That made me feel good. No, no judgment here. No, I'm just being, I'm just verifying for our listeners. <laughs> if you're ever on our island, if you're listening and you're not on our island, I swear to God, this place is amazing with their unrings. Amazing. Well, I'll, I'll try it. Oh my God, I can't wait. Maybe Do they have veggie burger? Time. Yes, they actually have a veggie burger. Did you okay. want it with lettuce and, or actual bun? I'll, I'll go no bun. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get it next Thursday. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so that's your thing. My thing was, because um, <clears throat> I've already talked about the meditating, I'm not going to mention that again, but I got a very, very sweet text message from somebody who I had taught in elementary school, and they just graduated um, middle school, oh. and they thought to send me a text, even though I have been teaching them for five years. That is And awesome. she just said really something sweet about, you know, like, I graduated and I always you know, remembered being in your class and me and my friends talk about all the time how much we liked it and can't believe I'm ready for high school. Changing lives. Yeah. Well, that was really, really sweet to hear for me today. So that was really helpful. Yeah, it is great to affect other people's lives. I mean, we all affect others anyways, but to affect it in such a way where people remember you and you know that Yeah, like years later. Yeah, totally. And that you're a part of that huge change that I've done. Wow. 
you know, that's yeah, what that humanity is all about. Gets my heart more than when I see like a student that I used to teach that's old enough to appreciate me and will come up. Like I have one that always does this, and I mm-hmm. saw him at the beach this weekend, and he's like, "Miss Emily, hi!" And this kid is like, and I think he's in high school now. Like totally. he's like two feet taller than me, totally. and I taught his brother, and they were both there. They're giants looming over me. They both gave me a big hug, and they had, like huge smiles about seeing me, and I was like, "Oh, you know, like that Such type of stuff." Like makes it just heart melts. Like I'm like, oh. That's so sweet. Um, so that was my big thing today. And then I have one more. But go I don't know for if you... it. No, no, no. Go for okay. it. Okay. I'll, I'll just do this one quickly, but it was funny. Um, I have mentioned in the last podcast, and I'll keep mentioning, that I've decided to turn a new leaf in my life and be a little more outdoorsy. And I was on, like, a hot roll. I don't know if I texted you this, but I went to the beach, like, every day for, like, four days. She did. She beat me. I even me. saw you there. She beat me. Absolutely. I wanted yeah. to be at the beach with her, but I was working. Not, I'm not complaining. But, like, yeah, but I, I was like, oh, okay, I'm really going to the beach. And anyway, but today we actually went on a hike with a friend of mine who's, like, love her, super energetic, like... She's so fun. But anyway, we go on this hike, um, and we're with our daughters and another mom and her two kids. And the whole time, this friend of mine is just, like, looking for hearts. Hearts? Hearts. Hearts everywhere. Corazon. It was cute. It just Corazon. distracted Puso. me and made me laugh. Puso. That's a Tagalog word today. Puso. Okay. We'll oh, what, what is that? Heart. Oh, cute. Um, anyway, so your friend was looking for Pusos. Yeah. Which sounds a lot like a different word. <laughs> no, not. That can also be shaped like no, a heart. <laughs> it, it is a heart. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Filipinos are that, really fucking brilliant. <laughs> that could totally be my heart sometimes, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Puso. Okay. So, P-U-S-O. Okay, your turn. Uh, okay, so your I'm, friend no, was looking I'm gonna, for hearts. No, that's it. It was just making me laugh because I was feeling a little down. And she was yeah. just like, I'm so excited to find all these hearts. And like energy through the roof. And right. it was really cute. And the girls were excited. And it was nice to be around that kind of energy. Well, you know what? I do that too. I wonder how many of our listeners do that. Like how many, how much do you like walk around your life and go, oh my God, that's a sign from the universe. Or that's a sign from God. Oh, and you then know that what was I mean? the funny She was like, I'm looking for hearts. That's how it started. But then she was actually building hearts out of like leaves and taking uh-huh. Them. And she was like, look at how many hearts I'm finding. It's a sign. It's a sign. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was very cute that she was doing that. Um, yeah. She totally was looking at it that way. And I was like, you know, that's true. I believe that if you're looking for something, you will find it. And that's so much about, like, intention and um, the things that we do, like, you know, with our beliefs or any sort of thing like that, like, um, you know, with even meditation on things, it's like you have to believe that what you want to find is what you're looking for. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, and, and so totally. she was really enthusiastic doing that. And it, it was very cute. Um, it was a good energy. I do the same thing. I go for my run. Like, you know, I try to run like, like four days a week, right? And then when I run, I'm like looking at the clouds. Oh, it's a heart. <laughs> or oh, my some, God. Uh, really? Not really. No, but <laughs> that just sounded good at the moment. But I look for signs of something. Like, maybe that's like my grandma saying hi to my great grandma saying hi to me or, or something. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Or maybe that's a sign. It's, it's a yes. He's going to like me. I don't know. <laughs> it's like this shit that I play in my head and I know it's not real. But that's important. Well, maybe thing. there's something to it. Like maybe, maybe if you go around looking for hearts, it's what you'll find. It's just like you know that boost of hopefulness that you like give yourself throughout the day, so you can get through the day. Yeah. And you know, deep down, you know, it's all bullshit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
No, totally. I do that like every day. <laughs> on my run, I look for quote-unquote signs that I'm on track, you know, that life is the way it's supposed to be, you know, and it just makes, it helps keep me going when things seem so uncertain, especially now. So yeah, signs, what, what do you think, what, what do you look for throughout your day that are, you know, quote unquote signs from God or the universe or whatever your higher power is? Or if you're just like strange and like to look for ants or butts or dogs, (laughs) I don't know. I want to hear everybody's stuff. I don't want to only hear from the people that just look for, like, really good signs. I think we all look for signs. Okay. I really do. I think subconsciously we all do, and we just don't want to say it. All right. We're back out of the gutter. <laughs> all right. Well, the, that we're going a little long on our update, but um, I do really want to share the um, comments that we got this week. Yes, Because um, I thought the comments were awesome. Um, so we had one that was talking about... Um, just trying to keep better on track with the things that we say that we're going to talk about. And we obviously love to talk and we love to have this podcast and it's, you know, we don't edit it and it's unscripted. Um, and so that does lend itself to sometimes going way off topic and we are taking that comment seriously and we're trying to stay a little more on topic. Yes. We don't know if we'll be able to do it, but we're, we're trying. Um, we also got a comment from a lovely uh, friend, we can call her Sunshine Annie, that, um, <laughs> I guess we talked last time about crying. Yes. And she was like, it's okay to cry. It is. It's okay. It's so, th-. so I'm like, she's one in your corner. Yeah. Go cryers. Hashtag cryers. <laughs> okay. Then we have, ta- we have toyed yes. back and forth about if we, you know, what would happen if we got a negative comment? Like everyone's yes. just been so positive and been great and we haven't had a negative comment. Um, so yeah. I wanted to share one negative comment that I personally got. Let's do it. Right? And I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I can handle it. <laughs> and I'm going to just <laughs> be honest about the story. So this is from um, the father of my daughter, my baby yeah. daddy. Just, yeah. That's what I call him. Um, and I have no idea how we got our podcast um, or what, you know, I don't know how we got it and how we listened to it and what happened. But out of the blue, I get this message on Friday, so the day after a podcast, and it says... Word to the wise, Emily. Censor, like S-E-N-S-O-R, yourself. So more. feel yourself. Feel yourself. Feel okay. yourself more <laughs> on your little and on your little podcast. Um, in quotation marks, you do with Joe Marie. You don't sound like someone with an MBA. Wait, not with an MBA. Let's be clear. With you don't sound like someone with a MBA, and is forty years old with a ten-year-old daughter. Mm. So. It was a very, I felt like rude and mean text from my um, ex, and um, I also would just like to point out that it's a little funny because I do not have an MBA. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would think I do. Well, I yeah, have, you have a master's. I have degree. a master's in education, master's not degree. not in business administration. No, um, and also our daughter is not actually ten. So <laughs> just to clear, that's just to a also, big detail to miss. Yeah, little little detail he missed there. Um, but it was a little disheartening because it's so, it was just like, oh, here, here's something you're doing and I don't like it and you suck. And, um, so that was kind of a negative thing that we got and I didn't respond. I don't really think think it has any bearing on our, it was more of a personal attack rather than about our podcast, but I see that's the thing with exes, right? It's, 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 uh... I just think, (laughs) you know, and we're going to talk about maybe some of these things on a different, um, episode, but I think it's hard to be dealing with somebody who's so um, hateful towards you or just wants you to fail and, you know, like, right. for no reason. It's like, I'm, I'm doing something that has no effect on you and our daughter, but you just want to be mean. 
Um, yeah. And I just want to say one more thing. Followed up by later, I said something about, I didn't respond to that text, but later I was asking Good. him, like, oh, you know, I had to go to the doctor. Could you um, take our daughter while we go to the doctor? And he writes, why are you actually going into the doctor's office and not doing it virtually? Something serious? Oh. And I felt, again, the same way. Like, it's like you're rooting. Like, he, like, wants me to be able like, yes, I have something seriously wrong with me. You know? <laughs> it's no. just, like, such a, like, what the fuck, dude? Right. Exes are trippy, right? You know, and it, it has nothing to what, you know, kind of what you're talking about. Like, you know, with my ex fucking taking over my surf spot, that's a big deal for me. I know yeah. if, if you don't surf, I don't know. But it's that, definitely both ways crossing like, boundaries. Yeah. In both real. situations. It hurts my heart, for real. Like, you know, that's my... That's my calm and happy place. And now you're intruding. You're, yeah, it's crossing boundaries. And I don't know what to do about it. You know? Yeah, it's hard. I'm like, our podcast has nothing to do with him. And, yeah, like, you exactly. know, he could write something constructive. What he wrote isn't constructive. It's just kind of mean-spirited. And it's, like, a shitty thing, you know, to deal with. <laughs> Even my dog is throwing up right Disgusted now. Disgusted by it. <laughs> okay, and then yes. quickly, so we don't yes. take too much time because I know we're going way over. Um we also had an awesome um, comment from, let's call, I said I was going to call him Poseidon in Chicago because he's good. got lovely, long, dark hair. And um, other long things, apparently. Yeah, and other, <laughs> other long things, too. Other long th- things. <laughs> okay, so. Poseidon. <laughs> oh is it God. as long as his stuff? <laughs> uh, uh, apparently. I would like to see a picture of his stuff. I know, actually. she said I should have gotten a dick pic, but I didn't. I do still want a dick pic, Poseidon. I want a dick pic. <laughs> okay. There you go. That's the challenge, Poseidon. So he said, love your show. You guys are a trip. You make me laugh in a good way. I'm just thankful that I have a personality as big as my penis. Otherwise, I'd be really boring to talk so to. So what I want to say to Poseidon is prove it. <laughs> Poseidon, you are called out. Like, I want a dick pic, but I want it to be next to, like, a Coke can. Oh, she wants, like, some for real measurements. Yeah, I don't want the mini Coke cans that you get from, like, you know, some stupid hotel. I want, like, the real Coke can and put it right next to it. (laughs) (laughs) You started it. So Poseidon has an assignment. Poseidon. Um, And then he wrote also to say, um, let's see, I'm going to go out of my mind soon if I don't talk to some real women like you and your friends. By the way, I've had a few cocktails today, so I might be in too truthful of a mood. Sorry. Which probably would have been a good time to request the dick pic, but I didn't. Look at courage. Yeah. And then, um, last thing, this was followed up, not after all the booze. This was like the next day. Um, but I, so I know you guys have plenty of advice and conversation for 40-something females who are single and out there trying to figure shit out. What's your lady's perspective on 40-something males trying to do the same thing? Love it. That's a good question. Um, yes. And we have wanted, we keep talking about, we want to do an episode kind of from the male mind. And we've been talking about and thinking about, like, who might be the best collaborator. I have some ideas. Um, but we do really want to do a show about men. I do. I, I, you know, hopefully we'll have a guest that is a male. Right. Because I penis. think it would be, like, weird. <laughs> it would be. Does not have to be seven inches or anything. Penis. Does not have just, to be seven inches enough. Just any penis is fine that wants just to talk. Just a penis. Just a penis. <laughs> but hopefully, um, yeah, we could get that rather than us talking about what we yeah. think it is for 40. Something else. I can't our, pretend. I don't know. Yeah. And, our, you know, this, know, this really isn't a podcast about advice so much as it is just talking through things and talking through issues. Overheard. So it would be fun. Yeah. It's overheard. 40 sex thing overheard. So, we would love to have a male on that, you know, yeah. would like to engage in this conversation with us. And now that the world is opening up, hopefully we can actually have a guest. Yeah. And maybe with that, we should just transition right to our topic because we're running it. over time. Let's do it. Absolutely. Go for it, Emma. Okay. 
So, our topic, like we said, was, I'm coming out. Uh-oh. I want the world to know <laughs> that I'm... We don't I don't know, know what the rest of the world Not afraid to show. <laughs> but we do know it's Diana Ross, so it thank her. It is Diana Ross. Yeah, thank her. I love her. And our idea with the show is um, people coming out, like we're coming out in quarantine. Yeah, right. No, I, I'm still strictly dickly. <laughs> Although I do Chris, you think got, you got to throw it in there. No, like sometimes I'm like, man, might be simpler with a woman, but I don't think so. We're so emotional, <laughs> but I don't know. I just made that up, so I don't know. But I, I you know, I, unfortunately, I am strictly dickly. Although it would open up my world if I was both. Yeah, it would. But I, I just a fucking not am like that. <laughs> <laughs> well. And anyway, we're mostly talking about quarantine, that quarantine is being lifted at least where we live, and or not being lifted, but it restrictions yeah, are yeah, slowly, lessened. Sure. There's things you can do. I think where we are, there's certain businesses have opened, yeah. and you can have like 10 people over, right? That's kind of where we are. And so we're going to kind of talk about our, our thoughts about that and then some <clears throat> certain, certain situations. Right. Um, so I don't know. So what are your general thoughts about quarantine? So the whole did? coming out thing... More than, you know, I know some people are very happy about it. Me, personally, I'm like 70% fucking scared. Like, <laughs> like I really loved what happened during quarantine. <laughs> what like, did you love that happened during quarantine? I love that I got to work from home and in between clients, I would walk downstairs and give my little kiddos a kiss. And like, I would just go, out, go in my fridge and have a little snack and go back up and do teletherapy. And, you know, it was really awesome that I got that like I got to see my kids you know during this whole quarantine like what two months was it two months oh my god yes go, go, go for it Joe Marie bought over a really cute cake with a five and a question mark because we think we've been quarantined 50 something days I'm not sure because I thought it was more like 60 I lost but count. who cares the point right. is we lost count we did yeah. that's, oh, that's why the question mark what the yeah. fuck right five and a question WTF might WTR. be five and 15 but we don't know right so the whole time though I've gotten used to like in between cl- anyway, the, what I was saying is I didn't realize how much I worked and how much I don't see my kids, you know. And then, but being being able to work at home allowed me to see my kids and bond with them. Even if it was like two minutes between clients, I would like come downstairs, and be like huggy time or kissy time, and I like kiss all three of them one at a time and I'd give them a hug. And I'm like, all right, I'll see you in an hour, and I go back in my little office space that I created and I do my teletherapy. And in between clients, I would say hi to my kids while my dad was watching them. But I've really grown attached to being able to see my kids every hour on the hour. And now I'm like, fuck, I got to go back to in my office like 9 to 10 hours a day, which I love because I love my clients. That's not the thing. I'm just talking about I'm realizing how much I was missing out on my kids growing up because I work so much, which I'm blessed for, by the way. In private practice, it's a huge thing. But, you know, I still miss my kids, you know. And, and I think that's the thing with, like, being a single mom. You know, we got to bust ass. We got to hustle. And I fucking hustle. And I, I love that I do. But, I, you know, I, I, miss, I miss out a lot with my kids. And, you know, it's kind of sad. I'm just glad I have my closet to cry in. <laughs> you can still collapse, cry in your closet even when there's my Hershey's bar all over no, the place. Get, get rid of the Hershey's. I know. <laughs> Somebody take it away. I swear it was for you know it was like we should for, have like a giveaway like for the next person who gives us like a comment that you obviously get a Hershey's bar. Show, you 
get some of the chocolate from oh, Joe Marie's and it was a full, it's a full-size one. Full-size one. No, for reals. And that's a sad thing. I've been yeah. eating a full-size Like us on Spotify. Send us a good comment. And you're entered in to win a box of chocolate. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but so, so, yeah. Like, you know, back to, like, you know, I'm coming now. You know? I want the world to, to know. know. So, yeah, I'm really sad that the world is opening up. Because that's the main thing is I don't get to spend as much time with my daughters. And... I, you know, I didn't realize I was working as much. I mean, you know, I knew, but I didn't know. You know the difference? It's like, so it's kind of, I'm kind of in a grieving process because I know within the next two weeks, I'll have to go back into my office mm-hmm. and spend like freaking 10 hours plus every day, which I love, but not seeing my kids. And, you know, seeing my kids in between, even though it was like two minutes every hour on the hour, it was, it did something for me, something really yeah. good, you know, and it did something really good for them, you know, and, you know, they saw mom, that this is what mom does, she works hard, she helps other people, but she, you know, kicks ass and takes care of others, and anyway, I just, it's just, it's a grieving thing, so I'm coming out with that, with like, I'm, I would really rather not go back to work in my office, but with the kind of therapy that I do, I do have to go back in my office, so... Yeah, yeah, so you're going to have to deal with that. I do. So that's one thing. I'm coming out with that. Well, and um, we're going to play a game later called I'm Coming Out With, which should be fun. But um, I think the things, too, about staying at home for me in quarantine were actually, like, very similar to you. Like, I got to spend a lot more time with my daughter, which definitely had its challenges and its ups and downs. But I felt like a really big bonding with her and a much closer connection than we felt in years with just being able to be around her all the time. And I was getting into a groove with like, okay, I can work and she can work. And we were kind of really doing it for a while. And, you know, now everything's changing, like obviously for me job wise, but also like there's no more, you know, virtual school for her either because the year ended. Um, And so there were certain things about quarantine that I started to really just get used to and sort of like. Mm -hmm. And I know this is not a few shared with everybody. I know there's people that just, like, cannot wait to probably get back to work or get back to, like, normal right. things. But I, I, I'm not trying to – I don't think we're trying to discount anybody's opinion on this. No. This is just, like, our, our – it's our podcast. We just say what we think. But we're sharing our experience right now. Yes. Yeah. And, our experience um, with the quarantine yeah, and going so back it. out there again now that the world's yeah, going back Yeah, so it's out. actually, like, a big adjustment to mm-hmm. go back out. Um, and – so, yeah, you, I think, did better. You really settled in with your job and made this whole schedule. I've I been did. Like, I did for a while. Now I'm, you know, weirdly not sure, not sure what's happening in the future for me job-wise. Um, so, you know, but just staying at home really, it sounded like such a nightmare at the beginning. And to be honest, like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah. And so going into some specific things that are um, opening. I thought it would be good to have a conversation about specific things that are Well, I just wanted to say to an, another thing I just wanted to add, like, you know, because I did. I mean, I'm sure other listeners have created their own routine, you know, because yeah. being, being in this whole stay-at-home thing, you know, I created this routine where I would, like, wake up at a certain time, run, then behold my kids, have my coffee. I had a freaking routine. And it was amazing. And people with anxiety, like myself, I, I will admit to that, I do have anxiety. You know, it, it's, it, we, we tend to really um, get attached to our, to our routine. And I, I have this routine now that I have gone, grown accost, accustomed to. 
And now I'm like, uh, not to go out and like change it again. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I've been, I think for me, it's weird because your job is shifting right away, probably. Whereas like mine, even if I was retaining the same job, it's now summertime for a teacher. So like right. either way, I'm heading into a different schedule. So that part to me is like more normalized. Um, but I think like just different things about that I learned in quarantine that I really liked about it, I think will still be important moving forward in the decisions I make for like me and my daughter. Um, and so, so specifically where we are, and I know it's like different everywhere, but some of the things that opened or are opening very soon that we wanted to talk about, because I want to say something. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. salons. I know a lot of people were like, and maybe if you're in a place where they haven't opened yet, I'm very sorry, but our salons have opened. And I get my hair done tomorrow. What? Not tomorrow, next week. You're like a VIP over there. I know. Oh, my God. I haven't even called yet, but I've I've understood that I'm going to wait for weeks. Next Thursday, I get my hair did for the first time in, like, four months. Are you going to work on your nails? No. Oh, my God. Do you see my nails? It's terrible. (laughs) It's horrible. Don't look at it. (laughs) No, but I finally get my roots done. My grays are showing, (laughs) which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. But I can't wait to just get my hair done on Thursday. It's a big deal, by the way. It's a huge deal. And I feel like, well, okay, I haven't called, so I don't know how it is. I That's know there's why. like new restrictions, but I just want to say this that as soon as waxing opened, I was in there like on a Saturday, like the first class. And she is not talking about waxing her eyebrows. Like. No, I'm not. We talked about it on the first show. Like I went on natural for a while, but let me tell you, as soon as it opened, I was like, I'm going in, I'm going. And actually the person who, she listens to our podcast and I love her, she um, offered like right away. She's like, when can I get you in? And I was like, yes, like I'm coming in as soon as I can. Like uh, that was kind of my big priority. I think it is important to be like a little, definitely, like clean down there yeah well clean down there and clean in the spas and so that's like the other thing that I guess is like the new stuff is they're gonna be like sanitizing between every person you still can't get a facial (gasps) um because like it's like because they want you to wear a mask Mm. so you can't you can't get a facial no massages but you can get waxing um, you know, as long as it's not anywhere where your mask is, I guess, which is kind of funny. No, you gotta keep your mustache. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry for those of you that like to wax, their, wax your mustache. You might be out of luck for a few more. Hey, days, I get my wax in my mustache area for sure. Well, you're gonna have to sort it out with your person, I guess. I wax myself. Oh, oh, awesome. I do. Even down there? Well, I'm a beauty school dropout. Oh, that's right. We talked about this before. So I went through beauty school up until like, um, I stopped after I learned how to wax. Beauty school is no joke. Nothing. You really have to be actually really smart and, like, learn. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't into that. I'm like, no, just teach me how to wax and put makeup on. But that's not how it was. It was a lot more more tedious than that. So I I quit. I'm a beauty school dropout. Beauty school dropout. (laughs) (laughs) But I know how to wax. I wax myself. But not down there. I got lasered. Oh, that's right. So you didn't. This didn't affect you. Oh my God, I'm fully lasered everywhere. Yeah, that didn't affect you. Okay, I have no hair. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was very excited to go and get my waxing done, and like she was so funny. She told me a really funny story. I think uh, I'm trying to see if I can tell, but she did first. She said that there was um, a lot of '70s bushes that she had been seeing. Oh after my quarantine. God. <laughs> wow. She also told me she had a bad experience trying to wax herself. It happens. Yeah. That's why I had to laser myself. Like, this is not going to work. Yeah. And she's like the professional, but still. I did not laser myself. I went to a professional. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it took a lot of sessions to get laser, by the way. <laughs> it I was bet. quite painful. Um, but beauty, what does that say? That saying beauty is pain. Some bullshit like Something that. Something like that, which is true in a lot of cases. Yeah. But anyway. Your turn. All right. No, no, now we're talking about, I guess, have we wrapped it up on salons? Yeah. Okay. I get my hair done the next Thursday. Oh, yeah. So you're done. We can talk about your experience when you come back. And then I still need to call. Like, it's funny. Like, I'm like, I can wait with the hair, not with the waxing. Um, okay. Next thing opening up is restaurants uh, that are opening up. But we don't really know the guidelines, like, of what that means. Like, I've heard a lot of different things that it might be, like, only outside seating. Really? Yeah. I just kind of, I'm looking forward to cocktails. Because like I said in one of our first podcasts. You don't know I'm how to make a cocktail. horrible at making cocktails. Well, I don't know why you don't hit me up more. Because I do know how to make a lot of cocktails. You should make you one now. Well, yeah, but now we're like knee deep in this podcast. <laughs> That's true. We can't do it now. I'm like, I can't do Maybe next time. With my, when more my hair is just done. Because I'm coming here next Thursday. Well, we'll right do, before we my hair. We should do cocktails instead of always the bubbly. You've already switched from what we were doing before. Do you want to share with the audience about that? So I am, right, for the first time I'm trying the hard kombucha. Great. So fruit. she's still staying with bubbly. Is it a bubbly? Well, I mean, kombucha's bubbly. I don't know. It, it's kombucha. But alcohol. But it's good. It's delicious. I actually like it a lot. All right, so restaurants. <clears throat> so I, this entire time, have, I'm sure like everyone else, or so many people have done so much fucking cooking. Cooking for mm-hmm. breakfast, cooking for lunch, cooking, like making three meals a day versus like being a parent who like, I mean, I always kind of did that, like prepared lunch before school. Then I was really lucky. My daughter went to school that they had lunch there. We were great. Um, but I had to, you know, just make dinner. Fine. Well, this is like cooking all day long, cooking, 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 thinking about cooking and what's like going to be for dinner and all this stuff. And um, anyway, and I was joking the whole time. Like, as soon as this is over, I'm going to restaurants again. Like, I, just I, want, for real, I am very excited. I want someone else to wash the fucking dishes. Yeah, and just, like, I want to sit down and someone to, like, bring me drinks and food. Like, I don't want to, like, always be the one cooking. So, I think that's a positive yay for both of us that no matter what the restrictions are, we'll probably that can't go wait for, for happy it. hours, for I sure. know. We have so many, like, so much of the foundation of our friendship is based on happy hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is how, real, I have saved so much money because I'm not going to happy hour. Really? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, you know, I'm working the same hours and then not spending it. I'm like, whoa. So th- that just shows how much I was actually spending hanging out with my girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> I blame it on them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then lastly, we're oh going to talk about dating. Yay. <laughs> because I think for a lot of people and – um I've, you know, spoken with some girlfriends about this during quarantine, you know, in a way I think, and men and girlfriends and guy friends, but like that, you know, if you were like an online dater type, like on Tinder or on, you know, any of the other sites or whatever, you, you know, relied on that a little bit to get out and meet people. Then that kind of shut down during quarantine, unless you really wanted to do like, just like a video chat, which I don't know if that really ever happened or not. Um, oh God! But now you know I, things I, can happen. Like you could meet someone on Tinder and go meet them for coffee or for a cocktail, possibly even. Why not? So it's opening back up with dating, right? So what are your thoughts on that? I'm fucking scared as fuck. <laughs> I the thought of me dating right now when the world opens up brings up so much anxiety for me. Like, how is this even gonna look? Like, I don't know. I'm just scared. Like. But I think it's, like, scared to put yourself out there as your friend. Like, it's not like 
you're scared about the dating part of like oh it would be limited where we could meet or something like I think it's scary that like that that excuse to stay at home is gone yeah oh my god and so now it's like there's not really reason to not date or to not like be interested in dating people and um you know now it's like I think like we talked at the beginning we both got comfortable with like being you know um in a home body yeah and now you're like oh crap I gotta like put myself out there with maybe dating again oh God, that just brings up anxiety in my stomach or my stomach just turns. You ever have that? You know where your stomach just turns? <laughs> yeah, like every day, all the time. Oh, my God, fucking Until anxiety. I start drinking wine, then it seems to not be turning anymore. <laughs> oh, that's true, and I still have it. <laughs> no, like, you know, I that is, it was such an excuse, not an excuse, but a reason for me not to even consider dating or whatever. It was just like, yeah, I'm just going to focus on other things like running and working and being with my kids and all this other stuff. But now that the world is open, that there are these other options again back to options of dating and i don't want to date right now i'm not i'm just not in a place to date but it's somehow that brings up anxiety well i feel like it's worth the anxiety it's it's a different type of anxiety because when it's not available anyway there's no anxiety with it there's like, no pressure i mean there's no pressure you know what i mean so like nobody can be dating like i'm you know i'm just at home doing my thing and everyone else is doing at home doing their thing we <laughs> joked about this in an earlier episode was like it would really suck if like you were just on quarantine but knowing that everyone's on quarantine right that fear of like oh, i have really this hot guy i met at the beach is probably still having a really great time no he's at home too but now, right. now right, it's right. different. There's like, this rationalization of like, this is why okay. I'm not dating. Yeah, like it's okay to be home and not date. And I feel like for many people, like I can think of a lot of girlfriends I have that really are in the dating game more than me. You know, like um, they kind of probably actually were a little shocked and then a little relieved of like, this is taken off of my plate as a pressure. And now totally. I think it's, you know, probably coming back. Like, I don't know what, like, yeah, what we, is we it should a, do some research before seriously. our podcast sometimes, but like, seriously. I don't know what... You know, like, people are well, looking, like, if, I feel like people are like, mm, you know, it's What is it time. about this? There's a certain pressure about dating as a single person, even, you know, especially in your 40s. There's a certain pressure that I'm feeling about dating. And I, I you know, during this quarantine, I was, I gave, I was given a whole pass about this, this, this pressure. And now, you know, knowing that the world is going to open up, I'm like, great, I'm going to be walking around the world and you know, here in our beautiful island. And, you know, I don't know. There's so, there's a pressure that I feel. I agree with you. I think there's so much pressure. It's frustrating on several ends when you're a single woman. Um, I and think, maybe even men. Yes. We need to be more inclusive with our real audience for sure. And absolutely for men too. But I think especially like at our age, like when um, you're single, it's like maybe you have your single girlfriends. And then like a lot of times the, the conversation ends up being about dating, you know. Always, it does. With dating, and so it makes it feel like you should be doing it, you Mm -hmm. know. And the other side is like, oh, I've always felt that people kind of value you or judge you on whether you're in a relationship or not. And it's sort of like maybe they're trying to judge your happiness. Yeah, maybe they're trying to judge if you're fucking crazy or not. Like, who knows what they're trying to get out of it? But like, you know, when I've been single and you know, like out there, people seem to want to either set you up or they want to talk to you about it. You know what I mean? Or they like it's it becomes a big like thing that people want to discuss yeah i think it may maybe in our 40s it's just you know 
generally in our society, by the time you're in your 40s, you'll, you'll have a family, you know, your husband, and you have that picture-perfect thing, right? And maybe it's, it's the other people's own uncomfortability about it. Like, now I have to set like you they up. Like, yeah, they want to put you in their box. Like, yeah, like, oh, we, God, I, I feel so like bad for her. Before. Like, it's weird being a single mom when, like, you know, uh, maybe a family might want to have a few dinner guests over and they invite other couples because they're a couple. And <laughs> you're the odd even one. Though, even though, like, your your child is just as good a friend as theirs, maybe you're not getting the invite because they don't want you to feel weird. Right. You know, there oh could be God, some nice totally. thoughts in it, but it, it is a thing that, like, comes up a lot is, I think, single parent and single as you're older where people want to talk about it or if they're single too, they want, you know, it's, it's a big, it becomes a big, which... Like a big topic, which I appreciate that during quarantine that really died down. I was did. The only one that. friend, Sunshine Annie, definitely talks about dating a lot. Oh. But like most of my friends, like we're not talking about dating. You know what? I just had this idea. Yeah. Maybe when the world opens back up, we should have a barbecue at your house mm-hmm. or my house. Your house, it seems more conducive for that. Mm-hmm. But it's only single women mm-hmm. and whoever is single and no pressure to start dating just because we're, the f- we're, we're fucking single. That's all. Right. That's all. Just get together. Get together because we're all single. I'm cool, but we need to seriously vet some of those people coming over. Totally. Because I'm going to share something in our game about that. Let's do it. So Are we yeah. ready for our game? So that's, you know, yeah. So dating is is a big, bringing up a bit of anxiety for me. You're just going to, like, close it all up. But that's only because it's this own pressure that I put on myself. I'm realizing that, oh, my God, once the world opens up, people are going to see that I am single. And, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you get to hide for a little bit. Right. Like, I like, feel like for all of us, we get to hide in our houses and be who we were in our houses with nobody else judging. Like, that was a huge thing for totally. me. Like, I'm alone. Like, I'm not, like, because my job, I'm getting judged all day on this and that. You know, it's like, I didn't have that. I'm just, I'm just here. And the only judge person is me. Right. So, like, I think that's a huge, it's a huge shift for everybody. Yeah, and I'm realizing as we speak is I I really have enjoyed being alone and single and this quarantine's been really good for me. (coughs) (coughs) Have something stuck in my throat. Okay, I was gonna take us away. All right, all right. So I think that's what we wanted to mainly talk about on our I'm coming out episode. We're limited in time, so we can't go on forever. Yeah, and if, if so, if you're single, what are you looking, you know, like, what's it like now that the world is open up for yeah, you? Yeah, like, at, well, this, I think when we, or to this, we're going to talk about the things, so transitioning to our next game. Or it's not really a game, but we're sharing a few things that we are coming out of quarantine with. Right. So maybe think about the things that you are coming out of quarantine with as yeah. you start to venture back into society. What are the things that maybe you learned? Maybe what are the things that are like your band-aids like what what are you coming out with out of this experience go for it all right you want me to go first go all right so i'm sorry my first one is trepidation (laughs) i know it's not that like positive or funny um just because as we already talked about like i've enjoyed being at home a lot and so i'm just coming out with like a lot i i am actually a little worried about like germ spreading and stuff so there's that um and then just kind of trepidation about like just you know getting back out there and all that it entails for me I'm actually coming out with a lot more groundedness of who I am because I've spent so much fucking time with myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you know what? I kind of like this. I kind of like that. So I'm coming out with a little bit more knowledge of who I am after my 15 year. In fact, you know, after I I think being 40, I'm such a new person. I'm such a different person now, you know, and I'm sure I'll be a different person when I'm 50, when I'm 60, when I'm 70. But right now, being in my 40s, I am really more grounded in that. I'm coming out with being more grounded in who I am as a woman, 
a single mom in her 40s. So it's a beautiful thing, actually. That's awesome. Oh, gosh. Okay, and I have another negative one. But then I get to more positive. <laughs> okay. So, sorry. I'm like, I'm just going to go in the order I wrote them, though. Do it. The next thing I thought of was, this is funny because you said the barbecue. So, I'm actually coming out with some friend restrictions. And this is because, like, I am coming from a place where, like, you know, I tried some things that weren't successful. And I'm a little hurt about the way that things transpired for me as far as um, putting myself out there. And it sort of ended up feeling like I'm a very disposable person to Mm -hmm. the people I put myself out to. So... With that being said, I have come out with, um, in my own head, like, the friends that I really love and love and love and bond with are the friends worth investing in. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes new friends and friends that really aren't, like, really going to be supportive in that way, not for me. And in the past, I've been too scared to dismiss those people. And, in fact, I've let them, like, overrule. Like, mm. they'll just, like, keep calling me. and be like, oh, we should do something. And I'm like, fine, you know, I'll go do something. Like, I'm definitely coming out with a strong, like, uh, no, like, right. yes for everybody I love and an absolute no for those of you that I don't because I want to say too like I'm not a mean person like if I don't like you if we don't have a good friendship if you haven't been good to me I probably am not going to spend a lot of time trying to do something mean back or fight back I just want you out of my conscience I don't want to see you not worth it and like coming back out with all this time to think alone has really made me be like yeah these are the friends that I love that I want in my circle and some other people need to go yeah and it's not against them it's just what you no it's against them. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be a therapist. There. You're trying to be nice. I'm I was like, trying to be no, a therapist. No, these are some people. I'm like, trying to be neutral, Switzerland. I mean, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say you know who you are as pertains to me, but you might be this person that you know becomes friends with people for not the right reasons, and you know, like pursues a friendship that you're not even really that interested in. Like, I'm not interested in that sort of a friendship anymore. Like, either it's an authentic friendship because we both of yourself, care yeah. about each other. Um, Sunshine Annie on our on our walk today was said something really cute out of the blue. Like she was like, you know, because we're I was talking about the party on Sunday, and she's like. Well, you know, because we're like Ohana, and like I know if I got sick, you'd visit me in the hospital. Totally. Yes, and I was like, of course, girl. But then I thought in my head, I was like, but for those of you that I wouldn't, and you probably wouldn't visit me, like we don't need to spend too much time on our friendship. Then. Well, hold on. I guess it, that's my thing. Is COVID nineteen in the hospital at that time or what? Yes, this is ride or die. Oh shit! I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that. <laughs> yes, this is ride or die. Oh no, man. But I'm just saying for those friends you have that like you could literally get sick lose your job, you know, have something terrible happen to you, and they don't check up on you, and they don't really give a shit, to me, I'm coming out with none of those people. That's all I got to say. That's pretty I'm, damn I'm kind of starting from, like, a little more basic thing of being like, hey, the people that are my core and that are awesome, let's start with them. And let's, there like, you go. invest in them. And the other people that aren't, just get out of my way. <laughs> I'm like, Talk about I'm knowing out, who you are. I'm coming out without you people. There you and go. And I don't want anything to do with it. And I, I don't wish you any ill will or like anything that would negatively come your way. I mean, other than clearly you should be better people and better friends and think about yourself and becoming better humans. But other than that. <laughs> well, I'm coming out browner. Oh, and my one goes with that too. Oh, yeah. Okay. So my browner, because this is the most... I, this is the brownest I've ever been in my life. I've never surfed and ran and done so much stuff for myself, by myself, in my entire life. And I guess this is why I'm like, dude, I don't want the quarantine to end. <laughs> you know, I've been really, really like on point with my self-care. I'm like, it's been amazing. I'm like, I love what it's been doing for my mental health and my physical health. 
And now I have to go back to working a lot <laughs> without the breaks in between, you know. So the, I'm coming out with a browner, with being browner, and I just love it. Nice. Just love it. You're dark. I'm not. Well, okay, but this goes along with the thing is, as I've talked about in this podcast several times, Joe Marie is the surfer. I, I am the one. I'm like the night owl. Like I will stay up so late writing or talking or reading tarot cards or who knows what. Not such a daytime person. But I have in the last week like gone out in the suntime to the beach a lot. Yay! So I'm saying I'm actually going to embrace that and I'm going to come out with the sun. That's totally <laughs> true. Like I'm going to make an effort every day to do something outside in the sun instead of just wallowing in my own like oh, stuff that I, I like to I do. I 100% support that. Okay. You got another one? Uh, yeah, sure. I am coming out reluctantly. <laughs> That's what I'm coming out with, reluctantly. <laughs> Just reluctantly, reluctantly leaving my domain. I, uh, you know, I, so I bought my house like right after the divorce and then um, I never really got to enjoy it because I was working so much again. And this whole quarantine has allowed me to enjoy my own home. I'm like to own a piece of paradise. I've just been in so much gratitude that I've spent so much time in my home. Never really got to explore it. Never been in it and felt the energy and the comfortableness and all the things. It's just so I'm reluctantly going out Coming out into the world. Yeah, that's right. My first thing was trepidation. <laughs> kind of like that. Yes. All right. I got one. This is kind of funny. And I, but I'm just, it made, I wrote it down. It made me laugh. I'm coming out with some jobs I can yeah, drink buddy. during. Mm. <laughs> I know. You just took a drink of that. I did. I'm like, choked an hour. I choked okay. an hour. This does not apply to my tutoring or to my virtual learning um, job that I'm, you know, working on or career that I'm working on. But I have loved doing our podcast. We, to be honest, like we started this when I lost my job. I don't know that yeah. we, I would have the energy or the ability to think about things to talk about before that happened to me. True. So like this has been so wonderful to me. I mean, I know that it's not actually a job and that we just do this for fun. For and like fun. hopefully, you know, love us on Spotify and share and maybe we'll get please, somewhere one day. Please, follow us. Yeah, or like please send please it to your friends. Us. Like we would love that. But um, I also have been doing my little, um, well, not my little, I don't know my... I said that, but like, don't I'm minimize in, I'm, yourself. Yeah, I just did, but I am. Um, nah, I know. No, I know. So I'm like trying to correct it, Stop but it. I, you know, I've been studying tarot for years, and I was like too scared to really do tarot readings a little bit, like more <laughs> recently. Hi, you okay? I'm eating. She's like choking on a chip. She thinks it's okay to eat during the podcast. I do not. I eat all the time. Just for the record, I eat all the fucking time. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so I found like a couple jobs I can drink. And do, which maybe would be the podcast. So far, though, neither one is making me money. So this is just like my thoughts, but it's been fun. Is um, doing the podcast and then like really having the time to get into my tarot reading. And like I'm so close to being able to do like full tarot readings for people. Yes, I can't wait. And yeah, I'm do my tarot. I, like I love it. Yeah, you know. So that was my thing. And then my last one, I think, is boring. We don't need, do you have another one? No, that's it. I had three. Okay. Well, wait. I'm gonna say my one thing then. And my last one was just slowly. Like, no matter what happens coming out, I'm not making any, like, yeah. I'm not taking, like, quick action. Like, I'm thinking about things. I'm weighing out things, like, as we move forward. That's it. That's it. So, I'm wondering, for the listeners out there, what are you coming out with? Yeah. In this absolutely long-ass quarantine. And you can win a in. box of chocolates. Oh, my God. Hershey's. <laughs> 
Take him away from me, please. Take him away. Okay, so let's just make the rules right now. I say best answer gets a box of chocolate. I'll do it. We'll mail it to you. Oh, my God. Done. Or deliver it to your house if you're local. Yeah. Local or Chicago. Yeah. Or anywhere. California. Let's do it. California. New York. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe not New York. New York's kind of gnarly. Well, we could send it to them. Yeah. New York, we'll have to send it to you. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. And so that, that is it. all we got for that's this it. Thursday. But don't forget, please, to follow us on Spotify. Yes. We really, really, like, that would be helpful. Please follow basically, us. basically, if you don't follow us on Spotify, um, I I message everybody who's shown interest in our podcast, the podcast. And we really, like, do want to kind of know, like, what people think and how to track interest. And so it would be wonderful to – I think that when I message it, then it's listed there and it doesn't count on Spotify. So if you could – Follow. Um, follow us. We'd really appreciate it so we can just get an idea of what's good, what's not good. Right. And move forward doing a show that, and, yeah. you know, we love and hopefully you guys love. And thanks for listening. For reals, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Mahalo. 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 See you next <laughs> Thursday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to 40 Sexy Overheard. I'm Emily. And this is Joe. This is an unscripted and unedited podcast. Thank you for listening. We're just laughing because we had to redo this already twice. This is our third time. <laughs> Again, unscripted and unedited. <clears throat> yeah. But sometimes we try to start off right. So we had to just. We try. We try yeah. our best. Go yeah. for it. Um, and that's because we try to be authentic. Well, we are authentic, not trying to be authentic, but I guess we're trying to stay to our authentic selves. And, um, I want to ex- apologize and sort of explain why we didn't do one last week. Cause some people reached out to us. Um, so, you know, when we do this podcast and we meet and we talk and we talk from the heart, um, you know, we, we do this in a way that we think is going to be funny and lighthearted and talking about things that really affect us. And I think for me last week, it was really, really hard right. to think Coming of anything from Chicago. else. Yeah, because you were raised in <clears throat> Chicago. Yeah, and to think of anything else but everything that's been going on, you know, across the whole world with Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and <clears throat> all of, you know, everything that's unfolded because of that. So it was hard to come up and want to do our podcast. I had like a little meltdown. Um, yes, you about did. everything. Maybe you not did, a little one. Maybe a big meltdown. You did have a meltdown the night before. It's okay to have meltdowns. Yeah, and I'm not usually the one that has the meltdowns. So like, well, not that you have the meltdowns, but I feel like you're better at like. Well, you'll, I'm you'll, melting like, all the time. No, but you'll like cry if you're upset. I'm always like, melting. Like yes. I don't always do that, and this was like. I mean, there, I cried last week more than I cry probably all year just watching things on the news. Yeah. And um, and yes. then I had my own little meltdown the night before the podcast. That was the other reason we couldn't really get together to do it last week. Um, and so <laughs> we're catching up with it this week. But um, yeah, I was actually, you know, uh, last week I um, was kind of glad also that we didn't do the podcast because it was it was a, a very heavy week. And I don't know if we would have. Um, added to something positive in the environment and I'd really rather add something positive in the airways rather than negative because there's enough division happening so I think it was good decision on our both our parts to not say anything right what is that saying that if you don't know if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all Yeah, I Something don't agree like with that saying because I think if it's important, you should still fucking say it. Right, but, right, right. But I guess in but, my, my thing is like if you're going to say something that's divisive, I'd rather you don't. 
Well, unless it's important. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's important. But I mean, like, if you're, you know, I guess we can talk about, well, I guess we're talking about now. Yeah. You know, because our topic today, which we're going to have to, I guess, bounce around is unrest, you know. And so I think divisive is going to be a word that's going to come, come up, up later a lot. on. Yeah. yeah. And I think last week for me, I'm glad that we didn't do our, our, um, our podcast because I think I would have said some stuff that was more divisive than it is you know, bringing people together. I think you can have different opinions and still be together, you know. We just don't know what that looks like yet. To, but this is my big thing. To some extent, to some extent, I think sometimes it's, for, and this is my opinion, this is not what I think everybody in the world should do. There's some things t- to me that are so sacred, important, that like I can't seem to get it together to relate to somebody who has different views on certain sure. on certain subjects. And like, you know, that's kind of what happened last week. So basically I went and I, um, I guess this is the night before the podcast, I had a horrible conversation with a close friend who we got into like the things that were happening, you know, all over the world. And this person just really has an opposite opinion of me and was very like at the core doesn't have the same values that I do at all, you know, um, and literally gave me a speech that was like a law and order Friggin', it could have been like quoted from the stuff that Trump was saying, like, Fox News. like, yeah, it was it, exactly. It sounded like a crazy like Hannity speech about you know Fox News and Law and Order, and it was just terrible, and it put me such in a bad place. We got in this terrible fight, and I end up going leaving leaving um, his house, going to Joe Marie's house. We have an awesome conversation, drink <laughs> some red wine under the moon under <laughs> on the starlight yard. on her on her driveway. We're like, lit. Yeah, it was so my... funny because I come over. First of all. I didn't even get to say, I think I did say this, but I want to just say this to you. Like, again, you were such a good friend because when I called you and I was so upset, like you were there for me right away, even though you were at home having your own things going on. And this was kind of late at night, like nine or 10, which is late for, you know, Maui. And we, I show up and you had all the right things. You're like, yes, like red wine. But then you're like, oh yeah, we can go. You're like, I just sometimes go like, we can go lay in the driveway and talk. And I was like, okay. But I, I didn't really know what she meant. And then we get out there and she's like, this is like my spot. I just lay here and look at the stars. And you have to, I, I, I have a shared driveway. <laughs> yeah, <I guess laughs> my neighbor. Funny. And when Winnie came out in his underwear and you didn't see it. And I was totally like, that man is walking in his underwear. Like he came out of one door and he walked, and I don't know whether there must be another way. He walked across like man, to the bushes. I do that. I've like, never seen You know, an him older before. man underwear, like the full on long boxers and the big wife beater. So Sorry, he wasn't hot. Terrible, but, he wasn't Oh my God, no, he was not hot. He was not hot. <laughs> Damn it. It was more of like, I was like, I, I don't think, have any hot I think neighbors. maybe I your neighbor might be like old, like a little no, old and my confused God. and is walking I, down and now he's in the bushes. I live in an old, old folks complex, I think, actually. <laughs> Actually, I really do, I think. But then he came back with a woman. Oh. Yeah. Well, so lucky him. It was all good. I don't See? know. She was in the bushes. That you are both weird, in the bushes. That was such a weird side note. Yeah. Um, but the moon is beautiful. The moon is beautiful. And you have your spot. And was, I have my spot. It was spot. awesome that I we had. I have my spot there. Like, that conversation. And it was, it was, so I guess to me, like, in our topic is unrest. It was so different. Like from to go from one person who's like screaming at you and attacking you and you can't get along with and it's this awful negative conversation 
to go to your house and have this wonderful, productive conversation of just kind of shared feelings. Like that's what we kind of did is we both kind of, I shared with, I know I was like sharing a lot, but like, you know, there was stuff that was bothering me and I, it was so comforting to talk to somebody because that was, I think like for me, which was hard last week is watching everything going on in Chicago where I am not able to be right now. It's hard to watch and sit by and not be able to do anything in any way. And, um, so to be able to have you and talk to you that night was like, mm. really, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. My pleasure. Of course. <laughs> anytime. That's and I friends wish. Are for. That's what friends that's are for. That's what friends are for. Oh, I can't, that was so bad. I'm, there is a song called That's What Friends Are For. That, I love that, was that not song. It. <laughs> Wait, isn't that Stevie Wonder? Was that, that's what friends are for. <laughs> oh, that's a different. I think maybe there's two songs. I don't know. There's but all I too. know is I'm really blessed beyond belief. Grateful that I have the most amazing friendships. So anyway, I don't I don't need to brag. So go ahead. I mean, you can brag about me because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I only need like three. I have like the most amazing close friends in the world. It's like really helped. So anyway, I hope you all have your close five. I think I have like three or four. That's just like your core people. You know, knows you to the bone, knows all your dirty secrets. <laughs> Yeah, so I wish that that night I had just ended with being like, okay, I had this great conversation and that was a release for me and just be done with the whole night, you know, but I didn't, I came back after we talked and I was still fired up for some reason, like it takes me a long time to process things and to get through things and like move on to something else. So I come back here at like, I don't know, maybe midnight. All I know is like, by the time it was 1230 and I'm really looking at my clock, it's 1230 now and I decide that I have to do something about how I'm feeling. So I just don't care anymore that it's 1230 at night. So I put on music, like yeah. I bring my little like, I, like iPad, like, you know, speaker outside so that I can listen to music outside at 1230 at night on oh, my driveway. Shit. So I guess maybe you inspired me. From one driveway to the next, <laughs> move my car. I do have a cool driveway. Go on my driveway, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna like write this out. I'm just gonna write Black Lives Matter on my driveway. Like that was my idea. Like I'm kind of like, oh, I want to express myself. So this is where I'm going. This whole idea at 12:30 at night, playing my music, and but I'm using sidewalk chalk because it was out there already. Like from my you know daughter earlier, and I'm like, oh, this this will be great. But I want to make sure that people can see this. So it's obviously fucking dark, and I'm not like thinking after red wine and champagne, like. That's why I can't see it. So I'm going over and over again all the letters, Black Life Matters, like making them so dark. Because I'm like, I still can't see it. I'm using like red and blue, but it's still like so hard to see. Blah, blah. So I make, the, <laughs> I make this huge sign that says that on my driveway. And that's still not enough for me. I still am like, oh my God, I like need, you know, I don't know. I guess I just felt like I needed my feelings validated. This was just a, a good example of me being an idiot. Or unrest. And, Un, uh, unrest, right. So I had involved another person in my unrest, and I haven't told you this yet, I don't think. Mm. I can't remember if I told you this. So um, I called Pool Boy Hobby. Oh, shit. <laughs> I would have called Pool Boy Hobby, too. Yeah. You know what? I swear to God. Whenever I have unrest, I would love to call Pool Boy Hobby. Hobby. I said Harvey. Ew, <laughs> Harvey. Harvey. So, okay, I think I think he had, like, I don't remember how we ended up talking. Or, like, he had contacted me. I don't know if I just, like, cold I want call, a cold called him. Hobby. But I completely called him, and I was like, he's doing whatever the fuck he's doing. And I call him at Cleaning 1230 at night. Yeah, cleaning pools, obviously. And I'm like, hey, you know, this is what I did. I'm so upset. You know, all this shit, ha- you know, all this shit's going on is, like, getting to me and blah, 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 blah. And I made this thing, and you should come over and check it out. Oh, 
he's like, I thought, oh. He's like, okay. Did he no, come he was, over? Yeah, he was totally gay. What? <laughs> well, because it's like that. 1 a.m. in the morning. He know what, what that else? means. Yeah, what else is he going to be doing? Come right? on, so, I would come over and do shit. <laughs> yeah, trust me. He didn't really spend a lot of time evaluating my art. No. But he like came over and was he like, sure, I'll evaluating come, another I'll, kind I'll come of look art. at your beautiful mural. I was like, I made a mural. No, it's not a fucking mural. It's three words. Like, it's not pretty. I mean, it's it's sort of pretty in words, but it's not like I painted something or did something that great. But yeah, like he came over and then we got in a, a conversation that was also like another great conversation of, you know, the evening that was, um, <laughs> you're giving me such a look. Like I'm uh, yeah, because I'm like, what? What conversation is this? <laughs> All I'm thinking now is like, damn, I need to find myself my own hobby. You do. I do need a hobby. Hobbies, hobbies are helpful. If and I don't mean a hobby. I need enough, I have enough hobbies. <laughs> I need a hobby. <laughs> no, I mean, I have to give him credit. Like, it was like hilarious for him to come over and into the situation where I was like angry and drunk Hell yes like angry and drunk who like not every man wants to willingly run into a situation where they know they're dealing with an angry drunk like I, I wasn't know. angry at him but I was angry I don't in know men are kind of weird like that yeah well as long as you add drunk to it they'll come over <laughs> you think so I know so <laughs> Not that I've ever done that. Oh my god, that should be our would you rather at the end, like something and drunk. Like, would you rather deal with someone who's angry and drunk, or crying and drunk, or puking and drunk? Oh or... You better fucking hold my hair back. Yeah. You want to hold the hair back? You want to give hugs? Oh, I think that is the most romantic thing, by the way. If there's any men listening, holding the hair back will get you a few blowjobs. Oh, wow. <laughs> what if I hold your hair back? Do I get anything? You have, yeah, sure. <laughs> It's all about holding your hair back. <laughs> it's just so thoughtful. It's very kind. Yeah, I don't know. Very very well, it's because they're getting their dicks God, out. Now the I'm feeling guilty. Right I'm like trying to think. I'm like, have I ever been that chick that holds somebody's hair back? I feel like sometimes when people vomit, I'm like, I Oh don't my God. I've had the most deal. amazing girlfriends who've held my hair back. Really? Yeah. I've, I've always had, I've been blessed, grateful for the amazing girlfriends who like really take care of me. It's great. Shit. Okay. Well, I'll try to be better because I'm not sure now that I've done that. Well, you better hold my hair back if I ever have to throw up. <laughs> okay, well. But hopefully I'm mature. I'm just like flushing back well, on this. Like, hopefully I'm mature enough to never have to throw up in my 40s. I was going to say, I'm like, we're getting a little old for this. I don't know. It could happen, though. It could. I, I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah, no, it clearly could. possible. Like, I'm the person who's just telling you that last Wednesday I stayed up until 4 in the morning drinking champagne, which would have been drinking champagne by myself. Yeah, I, the I only would, reason it wasn't was because I had Javi come over, and I didn't throw up or anything like that. But I was not feeling great the next day, which is part of the reason we didn't do our podcast as well. Because I was right. like, now I feel like shit, and I can't get off the couch, and I'm upset. And just to put like it out everything. there, Emma, I would totally hold your hair back. Okay, I'll hold your hair back, am too. A, Fuck, I, I feel pressure? A, I do that. That's what I do. I'm a good friend like that. Just don't projectile vomit all over me. I will hold your fucking hair back. <laughs> I just have to share this one little quick thing and then we can move on. This girl, okay, this is like a little college story, but we went out one night and I remember someone getting so sick and this is probably what I don't like to hit, hold hair back as this girl got sick and there was like a bathroom stall and right across from it was a shower, right? And instead of just like throwing it in the bathroom, she was wasted. I was like, go throw up here. She stood there and just like threw up towards the shower 
It was awful. And it was going everywhere and I had no idea what to do. And I was not probably not a good friend because I was just standing there in shock and horror. Like I have yeah, no idea what to do. Yeah, it's like yeah, so that, fucking that's messy. how you guide them. You grab the fucking hair. I know, now I'm feeling like you I wanna I, mean? I wanna apologize to this girl because I was not a good friend. I just didn't know what to do. I was like, oh my god, this is like fucking puke everywhere. I'm just telling you, you just <laughs> men. And women, of course. You just always fucking hold the hair back. <laughs> okay, okay. I learned, like, now I'm, I'm going to, like, go. I'm going to stop now, but I feel like I could come up with ten memories. You know, it's going to be another game. Well, it's kind We're like, going to play know, another game, like, hold. when is it appropriate to hold the hair back? <laughs> well, it's kind of like if you're ever going to get into a fight, you do know that a street fight, you always take your earrings off first, and you no, get a fucking, see, you tie I your hair back, this. and you go for it. But you can't you can't go in there with the earrings and the hair out. Uh-oh, you're, you're going to lose. See, I didn't know this, and I what? had a Singer, but I for I think I didn't wear earrings, so I wasn't thinking about that. But it's been funny to me because I do see some girls gear up for fights. Dude, that's what and you do the first right away. Is take earrings, earrings and hair back. Mm, no. Yeah, I, and then you go. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, well, it's smart. I guess if I ever get in a fight again. Oh like, yeah. But right. I told. Um, I think the last the podcast all we did, come off. Everything. I was telling you about my bar fight that I got into in Kia. Like, didn't I? I think yeah, you did. I, I was talking about about the freaking chokehold, like the arm yeah, wrestle, did, did, whatever yeah. wrestling move I did, weird thing. Um, so anyway, but I didn't think to take my earrings off. That's awesome. I always do that first. <laughs> that's because I'm a puncher. <laughs> oh yeah. See, I feel like that's the difference. And yeah, I like your jujitsu. I'm more of a stand-up I, my fights boxer. are like wild and crazy. Like my freaking hands, claws coming out, maybe something like oh, that. Oh, we're just like, such, I'm not we're like, just tough, such tough bitches. <laughs> We are not. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, right. We are. Yeah, we totally are. We're tough enough. Tough enough Fuck for that. damn sure. Damn sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, was that our update? That Yeah, kind of. That was about, I mean, basically. Hopefully we did it justice, I guess. Like, you know, we don't, We. I think we've talked about, like, we don't want it. We're not making this, we don't want it to be a political podcast. And we're not, we don't. we're not here to, like, talk about politics and what's going on. But there was no way last week to not have that. Um, come into our lives and it's not that it was just last week it's still a huge thing it's still a big issue it's a major thing that um, is an awakening that's what you said earlier right it's an awakening for um, you know all I think for people all around the world and many different levels and um, yeah power to the people of everyone getting out in the streets and saying something that they feel is bullshit because I think that you know I think that's great and seeing all of that, but we, you know, we're, that's not the subject of our podcast or anything. Yeah, I mean, kind of adding on to that, like, I think the awakening, like, you know, 2020, year 2020, we are, it's awakening, right? And whoever said the awakening was going to be peaceful? That's true. You know it's what I mean? not. It's, it's not. never You're peaceful. You're never going to be. No, as soon as, you know, you start to wake up to something, you, it's, it's, not pe- it's not a peaceful process. Just, you know, and that's what, it's, it's happening right now, and I'm glad that I'm alive for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's happening, everybody. Just keep your eyes open. Wake the fuck up. That, I, I, I know. Let's. Yeah, I, I think it's really hard to fall asleep, to stay asleep nowadays. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. Yeah. So um, more updates. Okay, so we have to do one. <gasps> we're just going to do the one. Oh right? my God, the one yes. update. Because two oh, weeks ago, Poseidon. you know, further, yeah, Poseidon, um, we, oh gosh, okay, it's like two weeks ago seems so long ago. It was. But we got into this. Uh, you know, somebody who responded to us, this guy. Called had, our bluff. He called our bluff. He called man. our bluff. And then somehow, I did not know this was where the story was going to go. We were talking about him and um, he was just kind of asking us about like, oh, we should get like a male's perspective on. I think that was the background of Is that this. what it was? Okay. Yeah, something like that. And I don't know. that. No, you called his bluff because you called him out. 
saying that you wanted him to send a picture. Oh, I wanted a picture next to a Coke can. And did he do it? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) If he was only on Maui, I'm telling you right now. (laughs) He came through in a big way. Holy shit. Big pun intended. (laughs) Like Poseidon, seriously, like hats off to you and thank you so much for that picture. <laughs> Let's just say I've used it with my womanizer. Nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my God. And the funniest thing too is I feel like you challenged him. Like you were like, said something that in- you encouraged him to do this. And then I'm the one receiving the pictures. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, for real. It took some balls and pun intended again <laughs> to do that. <laughs> I mean, that was awesome. And he even gave you the like exact thing that you were like, next to a cocaine. I'm like exact totally oh my god he was totally he listening yeah. so beside I swear to god I wish I was in Chicago <laughs> and well, maybe you game to... oh over. but wait the other It'd part of our story over. the other little part of our story is you have a little competition oh my god it's not a competition I'm totally willing to share okay. I will take seconds <laughs> all right so we will take seconds to a different one of our listeners Absolutely. who immediately like listened to you know us on the podcast and what we were talking about and said uh where can I find Poseidon <laughs> And I wish I could show you folks what the picture looked like. But, <clears throat> but we we're can. not x-rated. We're not. We're not that kind. <laughs> and. But just imagine a Coke can. Uh. Better than a Coke can. <laughs> what was this like? That's what. Uh. That was yeah. like your measurement. No, it was like way better. It, yeah. Wow. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> And actually, just a good this like a good reminder too is like whenever anyone sends us something or comments on anything and sends us to us individually, just so you know, there's no way we would ever share like your name or any personal information unless you wanted us to. I think that's really important. Yes. So I mean, clearly we're not yes. going to post a dick pic on our Spotify, <sighs> but like I was talking about a cook can. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> confused and I haven't even had my hair highlighted in so fucking long. I'm almost a brunette and I'm so confused. <laughs> almost a brunette. You'd be smarter. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I didn't get it. I thought, oh my gosh. I'm sorry you guys for being so dirty. <laughs> That's all right. I'm sure they don't mind. <laughs> so we were talking about Poseidon and Lola who both live in um, Chicago. Yeah. And so, and I Maybe. would gladly take seconds. <laughs> there you go. Lola, you get the first. Lola, you get the first. And if you want to keep, that's totally fine. This is how generous I am. You are very generous. Well, also because you're like meeting dudes on the left, like on oh the wide over here surfing. I, I feel. I like, I'm, let's be real. You're like, oh my God, I met this person and this guy and blah, blah. Like, I'm, I'm not even leaving my house. So I'm like, I don't know anybody. I guess that's my update. I've done shit other than work and surf. That's actually what my youngest daughter was saying. Mom, all you do is you work and you surf, which is true. So I figure since I'm not writing anything else, I might as well ride the waves. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. It's like nonstop. You know, it's just amazing. It's just my soul, soul cleansing. It's just, it's, it's the best. I don't even know what I would do without surfing at this point. I surfed this morning. I know. You surf every day. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, I wish. No, I was in the water at 7. I drove like 30 minutes to be in the water. It was beautiful. Wow. Awesome. And I'm currently banned from the water, so... Yeah. I'm living the opposite life. Um, I don't get to surf tomorrow. Boo-hoo. See, this is Maui problems right here, since you already know where we are. <laughs> you know? Anyway. Yeah, I guess we outed it. Yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. Okay, so that's our update. And then, again, Poseidon. Wow. 
<laughs> that's all I can say. Had I known that's what you were packing when I was in Chicago, trust me, I wouldn't would have handled things differently. I would have handled it differently. I would not have just left that bar. <laughs> Damn. Yes. And I am going to let you and Lola move ahead with that. I've, I've known this person for a while, so. Oh, whatever. You can, oh, I want to know him a little bit more. <laughs> well, you got to come to Chicago then. I, I will go to Chicago. You know I do. I will. I, why not? I love Chicago. I love Chicago. I really do, by the way. The yeah, people, we had a good... the restaurants. It was awesome. What a wonderful experience that was. I really want to thank you for that. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, so she actually braved and came to Chicago by the way in December in the freezing cold and it wasn't uh, freezing still, it actually wasn't actually like well one day was really cold one day was pretty good but I like in the general Maui like weather. most people come like in the summer and she came in the cold and actually we um have been talking about doing an Instagram account which we're working on and we can't wait and we're so excited about but it's not quite ready yet um, we actually really kind of birthed our podcast in Chicago. We did, and you're going like, to see practiced. pictures of us in Chicago from a few months ago on our Instagram account. Yeah, and we practiced, and we did so many hilarious like <laughs> practice. We didn't really have like the Spotify up, and we just like recorded random. Like that was cute. God, those were crazy ones though, but still. I'm so glad we're not publishing those. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe one day Woo-hoo! we'll release like the Chicago vault. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, I will be forever be banned by my family. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. Our topic What's next? Was, What's next? We're going to talk about unrest and awakening. Um, like, I mean, there's just been a lot. So yeah. obviously we talked about kind of the world um you know things going on there but i think like in general in our lives it's been a lot of crazy stuff too like it seems like it all follows and like right now it's all like a kind of a period excuse me of unrest in general um yeah i've had like a lot of really physical unrest and like or you know i don't have to call it that but like a lot of physical pain and issues this last two week that like have made just me put things in a different perspective because i um basically got this like horribly Painful cyst. I'm just laughing because of like the situation. Well, it's like it was been cry. You know, so out of it's like Thursday now. So for about the past week, I spent five days in like excruciating pain, and only two of them in not pain. Today's one of them, but I'm like under. You know, I'm on some antibiotics, so I don't feel 100. percent You know, and I only had last Tuesday before that where I felt good. So like, I think when you get really sick or when you have this excruciating physical pain, it kind of changes things like your Absolutely. your world because no, all of a sudden just not is, feeling in pain is fucking yeah. awesome. Um, but yeah, so I had um, this this <laughs> fucking this cyst. 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 I'm like, She's okay. I'm, though. I'm fine. She's I'm okay. Just, I'm, yeah. Thank God. But it was literally the most painful thing I've ever experienced I had it three years ago it was just as painful then came back again and um I like was saying I'm like I would rather and I've had a kid like I would rather have given birth like oh, multiple shit. times this week than experience this fucking pain that's a um, lot of pain yeah so it was terrible and you know now hopefully it's on the mend and things will get better but um that's why I'm banned from the water because <laughs> I said that earlier and I was like wait I'm not like kicked out of the water like I just can't go <laughs> she didn't do anything yeah, bad that would be really hard she didn't run over anybody with her board <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah, and like me today that was horrible yeah what happened with you 
Oh, okay. Well, we were talking about, so today I got in this one lady. She's like a, this old Hawaiian lady, like really well respected and apparently got in her way. We were on the same wave and I got in her way. It was really scary. She yelled at me. Oh. It took a while for me to shake it off. I'm like, I hope she doesn't hate me because I want to keep going back to that, you know, surf break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah. anyway, that was like my big deal today. But you know, <laughs> when you surf and that's your life, it's it's a hard thing. You know, it's like shit. You know, it's like really knowing the rules of life. Mm-hmm. It, it's you know, it's it's all trial and error. But I feel like she puts you in your place a little bit. You she know does. what I mean? And that's like kind of a thing we were also going to talk about, like ego versus spiritual sense. Like when I remember along this is a while ago, but like when I was surfing one day. Um, I, well, I used to actually paddling. I would go out and I would like to do yoga on my board. I was actually pretty good. Holy like I would shit. take paddle on my board and go do oh, like a whole awesome. like yoga flow. And so I didn't really understand like the rules of like surfing and the way that the lineup goes and stuff like yeah, that. So I'm out rules. there. Th- I thought I was like doing my really cool yoga flow off somewhere else, not in anyone's way. But I think like... Honestly, I started off not in anyone's way, and then I was drifting, and I'm just obliviously yeah. doing my yoga, and I'm basically, like, drifting into the lineup, and, like, all of a sudden, I kind of, you know, I'm in, my, I'm in yoga and not really, like, aware of what's going on, and some dude is like, hey, yoga chick, you're in the fucking lineup, and I was like, oh, my God, and I look up, like, from whatever the fuck I was doing, and I realize I'm, like, downward dog with, like, my ass up in the middle of, like, the surf lineup with all these dudes, and I'm like, oh, oh no. I'm sorry, it was very humbling, you know, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, like, I don't know why, I used to, like, that's why I now like paddle out on my own with no one around because when I used to paddle I used to want to go in groups and I think ever since that happened it put me in my place and I was like I don't really know this group I don't want to like be in the way so now I go like I'm a lone wolf I just go where there's absolutely no one I don't really do yoga as much anymore but like yeah, I used to be pretty good. I could do, like, a bridge and, like, handstand on my board and good stuff. Good for you. I haven't yeah. done any of that. I'm just surfing. Yeah, but you surf. I do. I do. It's my life right now, actually. It's saving me. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still going to go out in the same same spot, and we'll just see what happens next time I see her. <laughs> if I come home I'm sure she'll with a black fine. eye, then, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, but there's always those little – I feel like that's, like, the thing with, like you – know, there's always things in life where you're, like – oh, I got this, I'm doing well. And then something kind of, th- at least for me, something thumps you on the head or fucking thumps you in the asshole, which is my thing lately. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, that sounded weird. I'm fucking digging myself lots of holes tonight, but that's with my cyst, not something else. Um, and, th- you know. <laughs> I want to try and rescue you right now. I know, I don't you don't. know what to say. <laughs> I know, I know. You should, because um, I'm on fucking antibiotics and I'm not myself. All right, so I guess I could just go back to surfing, which people who are listening to us are like, their eyeballs are rolling in the back of their head because they're not getting it, which is fine. It's my thing. But I'm just saying that, um, you know, in life, when you're like, you think you're on a roll and then you make a mistake and you're like, fuck, you know? That's it, what I meant. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, I hate making mistakes. <laughs> but I think it's more for me, like, it's one thing, yeah, you make a mistake or something humbles you and you're like, oh, like, oh, okay, you know, like. Right. Well, you know. That, maybe that's, that's been my experience. But lately. I think, so, so our topic today is unrest, right? And I think that's kind of like the unrest for me is breaking down, demolishing this idea of perfection. You know, I think for me, I'm such a, I'm such a, a perfectionist, you know, where I, I, no, not in any like anal. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, that's an inside joke. We were, which you we were told not to do by the. Oh way. my god! I'm just gonna tell the whole sis story when you're go done. For now. It, go, for dumb. It, go for it. Go No, so I have a cyst in like the. Wait, well, you can finish. <laughs> 
Someone's talking about being not anal. <laughs> oh I'm not anally perfectionist, but you know, I like to be, I like things a certain way. You know, my house isn't by me, it's completely perfect. But I'm not one of those people who like are uh, OCD, but you know, I, I like things, I like to do things a certain way. I have this image like of perfection. And then whenever I make a mistake, I have a hard time with it. Oh my God. It's like, oh my God, I made a mistake. And, you know, and I let myself go with it, but it's still like a process that I have to go through. So anyway, so today, which I rarely make a mistake because not because, you know, yay, look at me. I never make a mistake, but really I don't make a mistake because it feels like shit when I do. (laughs) It's more of that. It's more, um, it's more of the unrest of making a mistake is what I'm avoiding. So that, so anyways, I've got shit to process. <laughs> but anyway, so today, that, that was it. Like out in the ocean, you know, making that mistake about the lineup really made me go, oh, wait a minute. Let me look at this. Let me look at myself. And I think, you know, our process, our, our, our um, topic today of unrest, you know, it's, it's nationwide, you know, with this COVID-19 and then the Black Lives Matter and George, George Floyd, you know, his sacrifice, not voluntarily, but it, it's still a sacrifice, right? You know, it really brought up a lot of unrest for me and for a few people that I know and something for us to look at, which is kind of like today has kind of just been looking at that, you know, what does that mean for me, this unrest and how do I deal with it when I'm feeling this unrest? Yeah. <clears throat> And now there's two ways I can take that <laughs> story into either finishing my story about my stupid fucking sis. Oh, the anal. Or, yeah, because now it's like all these weird things. Or we can talk about disagreements. So I let's feel go with like, the anal. Let's, let's just go get, with the let's anal. Let's just fucking let's go do it. Let's go anal all the way. to the point. Yeah. Because you know what? Actually, this is like took me a while to fucking get here. Okay. So I have this This sis. is very vulnerable of Emma to, you know, <laughs> but to I expose, think, by the way. So. A lot and you of- don't have to. No, I will, but it's just funny because a lot of people have seen my asshole this week. So I'm like, this doesn't feel this vulnerable yeah, for but, me okay. to be sharing this part because I have my pants on and I'm talking to you. Like, whereas that hasn't been my week at all. So anyway, I have a cyst. Obviously, it's like on my ass crack and it's really, really fucking painful. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I already said that I would rather given childbirth, whatever, um, or had not given childbirth. God, I would have rather gone through childbirth than, yeah, you know, like, sounds painful than, like, have this. It was, it's, like, searingly no, wake up in the middle of the night, like, the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. um, anyway, the only way you can deal with it is to, like, get it drained. So, I go in, when was this, like, last Monday, to go to this, like, you know, urgent care, because it's, it's so goddamn painful at this point, like, I can't bear it, and I'm, like, I need to, like, you know, get this cyst drained. I'm gonna try to make this not too gross. So, anyway, I go in, and, uh, like, this I go see the nurse. You know, nurses are always like the nicer ones. I feel like compared to doctors. I, agreed. The agreed. nurse is like, oh my gosh, don't worry. People get this all the time. Um, you know, it's like a very common injury for men who do jujitsu. So sorry, men who do jujitsu. I didn't know this was a common injury. I would never fucking do jujitsu if this was a side effect. <laughs> but why she, is like, that? Told me that it was like a very why is common this place. common for men who do jujitsu? Like I don't know. Assist in your anal. And I don't know why it would have to do with me that because I am not. Over so here. if you do jujitsu, could you like let me know how? Why is this, I don't understand. Why would well, I feel like it's like the sweat and the working out, but it doesn't really make sense why I would get it because well, I don't just, really work out. Well, you're just moving, it's just like any kind of martial. I don't get it. Oh, somebody explain that to me. 
But Anyways. she tells me all that, so she makes me feel better. Like, she's like, okay, so it's not so bad, blah, blah. Cause so it's maybe super you should do jiu-jitsu. To have to, like, shove somebody your ass I think when you should you're in pain, you know? No, I'm not fucking doing jiu-jitsu. That's not what's coming out of this. <laughs> so then she goes, but this doctor, it's her thing. She loves to clear cysts. That's so On your asshole? Like, I think just in general. Just cysts. Oh, it's, like really that, it's like a Dr. Pimple Popper. Yes, exactly. Oh. That's how she describes me. And I was that's like, so disgusting. And I was like, oh, that's like a little... That's a little weird, but maybe I have a good doctor. Like it was the whole thing was like just unsettling. That is just I was, some sort I know unsettling is unrest, but I'm like, this is like weird. This this doctor is really into this. Anyway, the doctor comes in and I don't know what's up with doctors not having good bedside manners. Like they don't. I feel like that's a thing. It's called the God complex. And she immediately looks at it, she goes, Oh wow, this looks painful. Oh, this is the most painful place to have a cyst. There's like a million nerve endings in there. And I'm like, oh my that's god, fantastic. is this supposed to make me feel better? Like this is making me feel terrible. And then proceeds, you know, like I said, they have to drain it. So they're going to have to give me some shots to, to numb this before they can fucking drain it. The shots are, this is the worst part. The shots were, I, like, thinking about it makes me shudder. It was painful. Oh, I had to get three. Three. Uh, so right it's one thing. Asshole? Yeah, it's one thing oh to get, God, like, one. That's just, that's just horrible. Seriously. <laughs> no, it was seriously. This is, like, why I'm telling you my week. <clears throat> very humbled and very, like. Ow. I'm just happy to not be feeling that yeah, pain. Yeah, yeah, no. That's and horrible. she was like, okay, so we have to do one, two, three. You know, each one and was more And you don't even get a cocktail You don't get a cocktail. I haven't taken my anxiety drugs. Like, I'm just raw-dogging this fucking shot in the ass. Oh, and my God. This is, like, the worst sexual experience ever. <laughs> <laughs> and it was with two women, damn it. Oh, fuck. It's like, not even a Poseidon. Oh, my God. No, it means. Oh my god, no Poseidon's up my ass. Hell no. Oh my god. Oh my god, that'd be traumatizing. No nothing up my ass. No nothing up my ass. No, I'm good. So, so anyways, back okay, to your so story. The, so they're like, okay, well, um, she's like, if you want, and I still think this is a little weird, but I don't want to knock her because she didn't help me, but she was like, if you want, you can scream. You can scream really loudly, blah, 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 like if that'll help. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to scream. Holy shit. You know, like there's no way I'm not going to scream. Watch out, everybody. Here it so goes. So I'm just like trying to take some breaths. And Let her I'm going to scream at the top of my lungs when this <laughs> shot happens. Let her rip. And then the nurse in her like trying to be nice is trying to tell me random things to think about. She's like, puppies, sunsets. At the same point, I'm trying to scream at the top of my lungs so she's like puppies and I think I was gibberish and in so much pain that I just was responding like Aww. word association to what she was saying so she goes puppies I, go, I hate fucking puppies but I was like screaming at the top and I don't hate puppies I'm just having Aww. a difficult time with mine right now she's like sunset so I was like but there's no that I was like I didn't even know, but I know that I was screaming so loud that there, that's what I thought was also kind of funny. I was like, there is no way that people can't hear me outside of this tiny little doctor's room because we're no, in urgent they care. Heard you. So I'm like, someone next to me is like probably like, <coughs> I have a sore throat and they're listening to me. Being like, I hate puppies! I hate puppies! I don't want to listen to that cocktail. Fucking die! Oh my God. So, um, yeah. So then they gave me the three shots. It drained, whatever. Did it feel better? Yeah, immediately it does feel better. Oh, and awesome. I was like, huge fucking relief. So Tuesday. do you need to, just, to like sh- shoot you up the ass? What? Do you have those extra shots I can shoot you up the ass? <laughs> no, Why I'm holding your hair back? Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, my God. No, this is next level friendship. Would you take a shot in the butthole instead of me? No, you wouldn't. I, you, I, I said, no, 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 no. I, w- I didn't say I was going to do it. <laughs> I said I would do it for you, but I would take the needle. You would tie. And would I would, while yeah. holding your hair. I didn't say I was going to take a shot up my ass. No, oh, so I, I didn't say you that. You can hold my hair. Let's clarify while holding your hair. That is friendship. 
That is friendship. I no, would. This is like torture. And they told me at the end too. The doctor is like, I was like, because it is such a relief that they I was don't like, even put lidocaine. No, they did spray some like numbing thing, but it's just a distraction. Like uh, it, you can seriously feel the needle going in. It, oh, it is the worst. Uh, like it is the worst. Um, like it, it, no, oh God, I mean it is I'm the worst. So I wouldn't wish this on that. my worst enemy. Well, I wouldn't I, I wish know, this I on know anybody. Couple, I, I do know a couple people. I would wish this on. Really? I do. I can't. I mean, I have a couple, just a couple. Oh, <laughs> exactly a couple. Oh, I got it. Okay. I mean, I guess I could wish this on my one, but like, I don't know if I even would. Oh yes, you would. I might. I'm, I no. I really don't know. It was so awful. Like I'm like, you know, and even my daughter was like, "Mommy, you don't deserve this." And like, and it's hard when you go through something that's really mm. physically painful to not to be like, "What the fuck did I do in life? Like, how bad oh. is my karma?" that I'm getting this now. Like, that's how I kind of felt. And I was like, you know, what the fuck? And it's just been like that for me for a little while with, like, a lot of things in my life. But this was a very, very painful one. It and sounds then, like it. Um, just to end the story, it fucking came back two days later. <gasps> did you get just to, as painful Did you have again. to get another shot? I didn't because I just fucking refused it this time because actually it kind of, like, was, a little, you know, a little bit clearing. So I screw a story. But I was like... I am not, and I don't know what's up with doctors that, like, they want to, like, cut you. Like, I think this is a thing in the medical world. I truthfully, like, don't people watch pimple popper shows? Oh, my God, like my middle child loves watching her. Yeah, it's so, so I disgusting. Yeah, so I think it's a satisfying thing, and I think it's there's some disgusting. doctors. So I felt like the second, because they referred me to actually surgery because it was such a bad thing. They were like, oh, and they're, you know, they're, the thing is they're worried about, like, an infection, like, you getting staff in your blood or staff yeah, in yeah. your, you know, so they, um, that's what they worry about. So, anyway, they referred me to surgery, and the lady was like, well, I could just, like, cut it to make it, like, a bigger opening. And I was like, uh, or is there a different option? Because, like, I'm pretty done with that. Like, I already went through, like, human torture on Monday. I really don't want to do that unless it's absolutely necessary. And so, anyway, she gave me antibiotics. But I feel like it is, like, a weird, like, pimple-popping <laughs> thing for people. But it's not fun to be the one who's getting the pimple popped. So that's my whole oh point. Oh, my God. I'm just... Like, if you like yes. popping pimples, I'd like to see a different show where the people that get off on popping pimples pop their own fucking pimples because, or their cysts or whatever, because, like, it is so horribly painful. Oh, like, I bet. It's just, like, it's Ew. the worst. It's the worst. Did she so. at least hold your hair back? <laughs> I, don't, I truthfully cannot even remember. Oh, man. What sometimes the pain just doesn't even matter, right? Yeah, yeah. When I left out of the doctors the first one, I was like, I don't know what just happened in there. And it was funny because when I went in, there was like four people in the waiting room. When I left, there was nobody. And I was like, I feel like people. You cleared left. it out. I cleared it you out. You cleared out the waiting <laughs> room. Screaming at the top of my lungs. And we're like, we don't want to go here. Whatever we have, we can handle it all. Exactly. I'll pop my own, I'll pop my own pimple. <laughs> Yeah, so please, if I really promise I haven't done anything horrible in life to deserve this. And if anyone's no, like... No, you haven't. You please wish some good vibes my way into this not Seriously, happening again. Seriously, I do. Because I'm like, probably going to take elective surgery to avoid it now because it was so fucking painful. Oh, God, so. it sounds horrendous. I would, so. I, I would still wish it on a couple of people, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not going to wish But it I'm anyway. evil. I can be so evil. But that's part of the unrest, right? And that's kind of like where, like, okay... Like, I struggle between my ego and the spirituality with the unrest. Well, yeah. And, like, this fucking thing made me the same thing because, like, you, it's an embarrassing problem. You don't really want to go. And eventually, you're, like, in so much pain that you're just, like, fuck my ego. I'm fucking going, you know? And so that was my thing. And it kind of, like, I actually feel better about, like, sharing this little story. Good. Um, you know, like, kind of. Maybe if well, somebody do, else had I, this problem, they might be like, oh, it's somebody else had this and it's no, not as embarrassing I, I or whatever. I do hope that he, you heal well. Cause, I mean, you know, fast and well, because that's, that's terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't want it. <laughs> no, trust me, you don't. Oh, man. 
All right. So All right. Are we now we can on? move on. Yes, we can move on. I'm sorry. Um. So are we gonna keep on moving on about spiritual and ego, or now we're good? Well, I think we're okay. But um, we were gonna talk about like the dis- maybe the disagreements and stuff, like just in general. I kind of did Go my. For it. Well, I kind of did mine, like my big fight with, you know, uh, my friend and then coming to your house and, um, you know, just kind of like, I think everybody being a little topsy-turvy right now and, you know, things are being really sensitive and um, I, you know, like, how do you handle people when, that you disagree with? Like, in, you know, I, we touched on that earlier, like there's some aspects of like, I don't, like I, I, and I, it's something I need to work about, but like, if somebody's so far from my opinion on things, like I can't tolerate it. And I'm like, you know, um, right, right. Yeah. So for me, when I, somebody I disagree with, I have this little trick that what I do is like, if I, let's say like, I'm getting a shot in their asshole. Oh my God. It'd be amazing. Cause if you do that, you, you will feel so much empathy for them. Oh, no, Actually, that's what I'm going to do. That's going to be my new thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Seriously. The, but that's what it is. It's a good point. Right. You know, to, um, to, to feel empathy, especially and compassion, especially for those that we don't people that we consider is opposite of us or we don't like, once we get to that place of compassion, then, you know, at least then it, it, you know, we won't be so harsh. That's what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> Not always successful. Have you had any challenges? Oh, that my thing? God. Are you fucking kidding me? Every fucking <laughs> minute of my life. You know, it's just, I just, I want to be, I want to be compassionate. And I want to, I, I, I want to understand them. And I do. But then I get pulled into this place of just indignance and just anger. I'm like, motherfucker, you're the one that did this and blah, blah, blah. You know, I go into that. And so it's a struggle for me. The unrest is more within than it is outside of me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, because, you know, I think as a therapist, I, you know, knowing, knowing about the psychic structure and uh, I, I, I can, I can, <laughs> I can't take it not personally if, if, if I do a lot of work, but it's really challenging so for me, the unrest lies in, in knowing where the other person comes from and then just feeling indignance. It's that indignance of like, motherfucker, you did me wrong. Right. But it's hard to like, it's hard to control that and, you know, like find, find peace in that. I think when you have disagreements, especially with somebody that's like close to you, um, you know, it's really hard to like, just kind of like get over it and then sometimes it's like so what do i'm wondering like you know our listeners like what do you do you know when you're in the situation of uh in relationship with somebody else that you don't agree with that you you are completely opposite but you have to be in a relationship with them Mm -hmm. or even if you're not in a relationship with them you know if they come up in your thoughts you know what do you do with that it's still an unrest it's a form of unrest Mm -hmm. right like for me you know when i get a text and i don't like the person what I do, <laughs> I have this little trick. I guess I'm going to disclose it now. Is I text them like, motherfucker, you're such a dick. Blah, 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 blah. I text them what I really like raw feel, mm-hmm. but I don't send it. I actually put that text into a memo mm-hmm. and I leave it there and I just feel better and then I just ignore the text. So mm-hmm. that's my little trick. So I have like in my memo page, I have like all these texts that says, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with all of that, you know? And then, but then my real text to them is like, like nothing. It's more like, Calm. Blah 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 blah. You know, <laughs> absolutely. I'm the most reasonable person, but really, in my I, there's this other thing, you know, that I do. But that's just for me because I know I'm not gonna react. I'm not gonna react that way. That's just not. I, that's just not how I want to deal with it. I don't want to cause more divide. 
kind of what's happening. Yeah, and I think you're like a you're a peaceful, like more holistic person than I am sometimes. Because sometimes I'm more like cut it off, shut it down, you know. But like with my, um, I got into it with my, um, the, the with you know my daughter's dad today. Like you heard it, and he was upset about something I'm doing about taking her on a trip or whatever. And anyway, he was like on the phone yelling at me, and he goes, "Well." What do you say? Well, you, what are you going to do? Are you going to listen to my opinion and then just go to your own thing or something like that? Oh, and, and hang out with your ugly friend. Well, yeah, that was different. He was like, oh. I know you're hanging out with your ugly friend. <laughs> he called me ugly. <laughs> yeah. I know. I love that that's the part you're most fired up about. But hey, like, come on, man. I'm a bit of a narcissist. You know? <laughs> no, I'm not a narcissist. I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo, hence a little bit of a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that Leo was more like, you know, like kind of a little bit like, look at me, like, but not a narcissist, just kind of like, 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 I don't particularly like, true, like attention. True. Like I'm more, I actually kind of shy away, like my sign Libra. I feel like Leo is a little more like, yes, it's all about like, me. Hence yeah. me not having an Instagram, but now we will have an Instagram that hopefully you all will follow. Yeah. Soon. Hopefully like, well, definitely we're, I mean, so we're going to do this, basically do a couple episodes for the rest of June. Then I'm going to be on a trip for a month. And so we're going to do like, that'll be our season one and we'll come back. Yeah. And, and while we're in a hiatus, you can you follow Instagram. You'll see our posts and our yeah. pictures. We'll keep you updated that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So anyway, so you're talking about, you know. Oh yeah. So I was just going to say that for me, like sometimes it's just like, I have to find a little bit of humor and things that are hard. So I think I just said what he said back to me. He said something like, oh, you are you're going to, are you going to really listen to me and think about what I have to say? Or are you just going to do what you want or something like that? And I was like, I'm going to listen to you, think about what you have to say, and then do exactly what I fucking she want. She did say that. I said that to his it face. It was very badass. <laughs> it's awesome. I witnessed it. I'm like, well, yes. What I feel? I'm yes, like, yeah, motherfucker. Yes, queen. Yes. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff in the situation, you know, and we talked about earlier, we were both, we're both having like a little bit of a hard time right now, to Dude. be honest. And we were, we're not trying to make this um, negative, so. I could use a Poseidon right now. <laughs> Poseidons are really nice. Well, you nice. can't really have my hobby. You need to find your own I, hobby. That's what I'm saying. I could use a Poseidon. I, I didn't say hobby. Mm-hmm. I said I could use a Poseidon because it's a nice distraction. <laughs> Men aren't the only ones that need distraction. Oh, my God. No, distraction, 100%. Oh, like, my God, Poseidon. Can you just come to Maui around? <laughs> but there is a Dude, 14... he might be unemployed or something. But there is a 14-day day quarantine right now, so that wouldn't work out. Oh. <laughs> and plus, we have Lola there waiting for you. I'll wait on Lola. <laughs> But anyway. um, okay, I just have one more thing about unrest, and then we can move on because we got like two more minutes before we run out of time for our regular stuff. I just want to say this. Um, also, I do think that like it's a different way that you handle disagreements or people that are rude and weird that you don't know as well or don't care about as well. Like I also had a friend this week that kind of came out with me with some very different like conspiracy theory weird stuff mm, to me, you know. Sure, sure. Um, and it was a lot easier for me to shut down. I, I'm not as connected to her, so like it was. I kind of just was like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. right, right. I didn't right. agree with that, but I didn't feel like I needed to like argue mm-hmm. or like you know what I mean. It was a different, you didn't have to make a different point. thing. Yeah, but it is hard because like it's hard. Like if you really believe in something, should you constantly like be you know like if someone breathes something different, do you constantly have to argue about it? No. Can you like let your feelings subside for a minute? Like I guess in this the situation with some of the things she was telling me, I just felt like it was really out there and I really it was very out of context. And I was like, I'm sure we oh, all okay. know someone or two who we feel are delusional. And you just kind of redirect them. Yeah, hell we might be the one that's delusional we don't know <laughs> true 
Very, very true. <laughs> Heck, you know, somebody I know I'm might like, think, I can't defend myself. You know what I'm saying? Somebody I know might be like, Joe's fucking delusional. Oh, <laughs> I am I, like, wait, hold on. You think? I know that there's people I know that think that I'm, no, I don't totally. think delusional. Because most people I, I think no, are like, no. oh, Emily, she's like smart, but she's, I feel like there's a lot of people out there like, she's fucking crazy. A lot. Like, even my closest friends would say that. Oh my god, you know my seven-year-old says cray-cray. <laughs> She's like, Mom, this show is cray-cray. I'm like, oh my god. Well, she doesn't say, Mom, you're cray-cray. Sometimes, yeah. Actually, no, they've never said that. They just look at me with a cray-cray look. Oh. So, okay. anyway, let's move on. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up. We are going to wrap it up. Would you rather? I only have two would you rathers. I have and three, and then I thought of a fifth. Emma has- I'm like... Okay, I'm going to start. Cause she, you well, start, maybe you I should was... start. Because you got like a whole shit ton of them. You got 10 minutes. Go. Oh, okay. All right, I'll start and then you go. All right. Um, well, we kind of talked about this earlier, but this is kind of, this is okay. funny. This is so a real So listeners, one. would you rather? Would you rather go. do go, something listeners. you love and be broke or do something you hate but be rich? Fuck. How broke? Real broke. <laughs> ah! Like your opposites. Like you got to be real. I mean, it can't be like, you're just not rich. Like, you're broke. But I or, love it. But you love what you do. Oh, man. Okay, okay. I'm or go- you're loaded, but you hate it. You so hate I'm going to go do. with my spiritual path on this one. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with what I love and be broke. Because I know if you do something that you love, God, or I don't believe in God, but true nature or whatever will we'll help you and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I disclosed too much. Okay, my turn. Okay. Would you rather be married to Trump for seven years or Kanye West for seven years? That is it. That's the question. Wait, I'm not getting the money we had talked about. No after. money. Oh, which, God. which one would you rather be married to? Kanye, uh, Kanye West, West or Trump? For, Kanye West, obviously. Like, really? I mean, I don't like either one of them very much. Well, okay. Well, I super don't like Trump and I But at least Kanye is going to sing to you, but, right? Kanye is a poet, so you can at least have that. Well, think about them. I'm just going with the physical. I like, like being married also includes sleeping with. And if you have to sleep real. with one of those two men, like. 75 versus 35. Yeah. You're right. You're one right. is slightly a little better than right, the, the other one. Right, the age difference is a little, yeah, saggy, not saggy. You're totally right. Mm-hmm. Totally. We'll go with that. Going in with Kanye. Okay, your turn. But I'm hoping I'm getting a settlement at the end of seven years. Nah, yeah. T- t- hey, seven years, you get like <laughs> 10 million at minimum. I feel like that's shooting low-balling Kanye. I think you get more. Oh, you get like 50. Okay. Go. All right. Would you rather have a searing and horribly painful cyst oh, on Jesus. your asshole uh-huh. that no one can see or a large, <laughs> a large, not painful cyst on your face that everyone can see? I would rather have it on my asshole. <laughs> no. See, you don't know my pain. But that's because I'm a... I'm a Leo. I'm all about how I look. I'm like, I just, I would literally have a sister. Which is not true. I mean, like, more wear, than that, like, but I'm just saying. I wear a hat. Or That's true. Care. Could I just lock myself in the room for a bit? Or yeah. What? Oh. I mean, you just hide. That's I what guess. Because um, cysts go away. Cysts well, I still need to somebody. surf. So I guess I would have to go with a cyst on my face and I would wear a hat or something. <laughs> that would have to go that way. My turn. Okay. Okay. Would you rather be... Oh, you have to know these shows. These are like my smut shows. Oh, no, shows. I, hope I know them. Oh, shit. Would you rather be a 90-day fiancé? I do know what that is. Oh, or America's Most Wanted. America's Most Wanted. 90-day fiancé is when you are engaged to somebody from somebody outside of the United States. Oh, I know what it is, but... Oh, but, but it's really fun. You no. get to see other countries. <laughs> yeah, but I am 
I am fascinated with being like a badass. So like if I'm going to be like famous for something, I'd rather be like notoriety in some way and be like, I'm going to be this one. Cause I like to, I mean, I, I don't really condone violence or want to think of anything like that, but I like like the badassness. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to be on America's most wanted for something badass. That's not murdering people or, or like, or making math or something. Yeah, something like <laughs> kind of cool and crazy, but not that bad. But I maybe have, robbing banks and then like yeah, having like Robin Hood a, a dance party. Yeah, that, a, a town where the sheriff says you yeah, can't have a dance like that. party. Oh my god, no! I'm not going to America's Most Wanted. Definitely not for murdering people, but like doing something that's kind of like badass and crazy, and you're gonna like pay the punishment for it at the end because you did something crazy. I'd have no desire to go on a dating show and try to get engaged to somebody after. Nine I days would rather do ninety day fiance. I know you would. So my daughters, they were like, "Hey, mom, maybe you should go on ninety day fiance." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, are you serious right now?" Like, which country should I start dating in? (laughs) Oh, you have to pick a different country? It's a different country. It's not United. That's that's what's fun. You get to go to a different culture. Not that the place. You get to go to a different country where there's different cultures. And it's really fun and interesting for us to watch as Americans. Because there's this, like, usually, like, white person floundering around. (laughs) And it's really fun. Yeah, I have no desire to do that. I'd definitely rather be at America's Most Wanted. Oh, well, I would do 90 Day Fiance. For Robin Hooding banks or, like, stealing from rich know, people. I'd and then, like, turning their money into investments into, like, different things. Like, you gotta watch 90 Day Fiance. It's really fun. I'm gonna seriously think about how to get out of America's Most Wanted as a nonviolent. Oh, player. I might even consider 90, 90 Day Fiance at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So Joe Marie clearly wants to be a ninety-day fiance. Okay, what country should I start dating? <laughs> and if you have ideas for me to get on America's Most Wanted without being violent, please let me. Or know. making meth. Yeah, I don't want to make. Meth. Yeah, meth is a horrible drug. Don't no, of course, it. I don't want to do that either. No, no, no. Maybe you could go. I'm thinking about like I like like the idea of like stealing from people like <laughs> Robin Hood, like you said. Yeah, Robin Hood. I like that idea. Mm, all right, yeah. modern day Robin Hood. Yeah, go for it. Next one. All right, this is my last one, but I that I can think of. Would you rather? This is pretty simple. Date someone ten years older or younger? You older. Okay. That's all. How about you? Younger. Yeah, well, it's actually great younger, but older. I really need more intellectual conversations. Ah, uh, just because they're older doesn't mean they're more intellectual. Well, I'm assuming. I'm totally assuming. And and this is my problem. This is why I go younger because I like my I'm 40, right? So like I know that I'm set in my ways in a certain way. You know what I mean? Younger people are a little more pliable and like maybe like, you know, more interesting or can like listen and do different stuff. Like I'm set in my ways. Someone fucking 10 years older than me is maybe really set in their ways and like if I don't like that, then I you know, it's not, I don't know. It doesn't sound fun. I don't know. For me, I think I've always dated, so I've never dated anybody older, really. Yeah, so you, you need to try it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've dated always somebody like my age or a couple of years younger, but that's it. But it's always been my age, so I'd like to do older. Yeah. I mean, in this question, obviously I would date someone my own age that would be first Yeah, race, I'm just giving him the benefit either, of doubt at this point. either 10 years younger so, or 10 years older. Apparently somebody older from another country. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Not going to happen. Wait, so, oh like, my what God. countries are you talking about? I don't about? know. Anywhere in the world. Like, does this show everywhere? Like, there's Yes, like, it's like anywhere in, in the country? world. Absolutely. But the two people have to be from different countries? Uh, well, one has to be American, and the other person has to be from another country. So, it's a 90-day 90 90 day visa. Uh, you're a fiancé, and you have to decide if you're going to get married. 
So that's the whole pressure of it all. Dun 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 dun. Oh my god! I feel like this sounds like a show that like Trump wrote. He's it is like, so We're gonna fun. see some hot women from other countries it's, to come here. Well, because you know, because make, like a ninety day. Because thing. up and up until this point, everybody wanted to come to America. I don't know if they're gonna want to come now, but you know, up until like a couple of years ago, everybody's like America, America. You know, land of the free, golden streets. Hell, I thought that when I came here in the from the Philippines, I thought, oh my god, oh my god. You know, I, I like, anyways, my host, I will talk about that next time or some other time, what my idea was, uh, was of what America was going to be. No, we got a two free balling, like, I keep on free balling. We got two minutes left. All right. Go ahead. So I was like 12 years old and I came from the Philippines. And I seriously thought the streets were going to be like golden or the, the street lamps were going to be golden. So we arrived at SFO, San Francisco International. And then we were driving down, like, you know, like um, the, the Golden Gate Bridge. I thought it was the most fantastic, magnificent road. It was so huge and large and just all these, uh, it was just amazing. And I was like, oh, this is America, you know, where dreams come true. I totally, it was like, it was like coming to America from, from that with, with Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Totally the same mentality. Totally. I bought into it. So that's what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and then what did you find? Um, well, not quite that. <laughs> not- oh my God, wait, I forgot one other would you rather. Can we please finish it? You have a, a minute, go. Oh, no, I'm racing, okay. Would you rather go on a beautiful vacation to somewhere that you can only go with this person who really annoys you or oh. never get to go to this beautiful place? So, like you could go to the most beautiful place that you can imagine on earth, but you have to take this annoying friend or you just don't get to see it ever in your life at all. And you get to be with somebody else? I mean, then it's just, just your regular life. Like, stay here and be Joe Marie or go to see this one beautiful place, but you can only see it with, like, you know, your annoying friend. Can I have my AirPods in my ear while I'm with this annoying friend? I guess. Fuck. I guess I'll... Can I be drunk the whole time? Sure. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your question. <laughs> okay. All right, so see you next Thursday. Yeah. Or hear you next Thursday. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Um, and hope follow this us, please, on, in, on Instagram no, eventually and, and Spotify. Spot- Spotify. Please follow us. <laughs> Bye. Bye.